We are back yep. on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we are on episode 97. See, we were talking offline and we figured we'd just turn it on. And when you give me the finger, Big Ugly, and it's the pointer finger, not the middle finger, um, we go. And this is what we do. Episode 97. How you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. On the road to 100. On the road? To, we've Where been I, on that road for a I while. I completely take my ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You, you're teasing that every time. Yeah. And you're making me scared. Don't do it. Um, hey, we got some guests yeah. in the penthouse. We're back in the penthouse um, this time. And we've got some guests. This is our uh, 97th show. So we're welcoming the gentleman who had us over to his place. The uh-huh. Garden Estates Office slash... The museum. Man Let's just call cave it the museum. I, I, where I, Waldo is. Yes. The museum. That's a good name for it. Yeah, yeah. Do you need a annual pass to get in? Uh, no, no. Okay. Um, uh, free to all the uh, dirty, ugly uh, wrestling podcast um, you know, participants. Participants. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I so that could be a. There, I was yeah. going to say you could say listeners, but that's thousands of people, right. even people over in Japan. I just right. One person <laughs> in Japan comes knocking on my door. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna be blind. Look at the model. Yeah. Sorry, uh, it's per- terrible. Anyway, CM Funk, welcome. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure, and uh, great to be back in the penthouse. Uh, yeah, so. Dad. Thank you very much. So you're going to be in Chicago next week, CM Funk? Uh, Are you going to be on a rampage? Yeah. No. Not. Not. CM Funk may not be on a rampage, but take a letter out of there and maybe get yeah, the F that, out. That, that, you get the F. <laughs> No, Seriously, there you go. exactly. I like it. <laughs> Remember that. Hey, man. Uh, glad you're here. And we are welcoming for the first time in the penthouse, but back to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast. Several times we've had him here. Jason, Justin, Tucker. He's our man from the Elimination Chamber crew. What's up, Jason? Not much. Just doing. Glad Chilling? to be here. You're glad to be here. We're glad to have you. Glad you found the penthouse. I know the parking structure outside is is large. Um, well, but, I mean, but the, par- the parking attendant wasn't in the booth this yeah. morning or this afternoon here. So. He's not going to tip. Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't know where he was, but he's supposed <laughs> to be there. But anyway, um, this this is going to be a great podcast. A lot of this is going to revolve around SummerSlam, which is the biggest party of the summer is what they've called it at uh, some point in time. They've called it a lot of different things, and I'm going to have a lot of pictures when I send you that uh, the link, Big Ugly. There's lots of pictures of SummerSlam promos, which is which is fantastic. But um, it's in the middle of the summer. We're having a heat wave. It's actually 90-some degrees outside, so it's hot. I'll say my, my, my vehicle hit 100 today, so uh, it hit I know 100? it's hot. It, it hit 100. Like right into it? No, the, not miles per hour, but oh. uh, degrees. Uh, <laughs> I'll say your truck can probably get up there. It, it could. It's, it's got going, a lot of horsepower. Going downhill. Like so. the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the horseman. Four, four horse. And uh, Jason, Justin, Tucker, you had no problem finding the place. No problem. Gotcha. You know, Chris Burns is around here somewhere. Okay. And you got his shirt on, apparently. So Because he's wearing the classic EWA shirt. Look at that. I saw that from, I saw Jason from like 50 yards away, and I'm looking at that shirt. I'm like, that looks familiar. Like, you know, so that's great representation. Matter of fact, we're going to talk about EWA. We're going to talk about indie wrestling coming back. My uh, going back into refereeing, which is great, the senior referee. It's Mexican, not old. Senior. Senior. Um, and so that's going to be great. And we might also have a little surprise from EWA a little bit later on. By the way, uh, Vinny Versace, uh, otherwise known as Chris something or other. I just won't, don't want to blow up a spot. But he sends his regards. Um, he, he just moved into a new house right in this zip code. Uh, him and his family. So that's fantastic. He's right around the corner, but he couldn't make it because he's busy. I know what it's like to move. And he doesn't have a hernia as far as I know, but I did that when I moved. Um, anyway. 
SummerSlam. Um, can I ask a question before we? You can ask whatever right. you want, Big. This so, is your podcast. Thank you. you know what? It's the dirty, so ugly yeah. podcast. <laughs> you speak up anytime. Right. So you guys know which which uh, pay per view was it where Batista was facing Cena, and I think uh, Cena accidentally went off the run. I think this was when Vince blew his quads. He came down there. That was a Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble match. That was Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yep. Was that a work or was that a shoot? Like, did he did he actually botch it? Botched. That was that yeah. Was that wasn't botch. supposed to be a double elimination at all. Got you. All right. uh, they did not plan that. They did not work that. As far as I understand, and that's almost impossible to do. But you know, when they when they figure out that both are going out at the same time, they're yelling at referees from gorilla positions, like, "Okay, this is how we're going to play it." And Vince came out doing his Vince strut because yeah. he was not involved with either one of their storylines at the point in time. So he was legitimately angry. Okay. Oh yeah, yes. he was yes. pissed. Yes. <laughs> and he, you know, it was the end of the pay per view it was a big show, and then. Yeah, no more BS. But he had to do it. Uh, that was, as a matter of fact, I was listening, and I think I shared this with you guys. I was listening to episode sixty when we did the live Royal Rumble back from the mansion, where Mikey Mike was there right. as well, and uh, so were you, Jason Justin Tucker. You were there. We had a good time, good. and um, you know we were talking about that botched Royal Rumble. I listened to the women's part of it. I haven't listened to the men's part, but we made that women's Royal Rumble more interesting than yeah, it actually that was. was. A tough Royal Rumble. It was a rough. <laughs> it was the second women's Royal Rumble, and that was hard to get through. Yeah. But they did a couple of things. A lot of, there was a lot of stiffness in that Royal Rumble. A lot of people not caring how about they hit the floor. <laughs> so I got a question. You got a question. This they, is your they, podcast they go, too. Why? Why'd you ask? <laughs> Uh, I'm just I, curious. <laughs> I really don't know. You're asking him why. You know what it was? I think I saw I saw Cena, and then I saw you did see him. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't see yeah. him. Yeah. So and then and then the SummerSlam. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought it happened at SummerSlam. Okay. Completely gotcha. missed that. Sorry. Right. Right. Rumble. And then I, but I still needed to know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Just curious. Yeah. I was, Tell we me. Want our, we want the listeners to have a full understanding yeah. of what where where this stuff comes from. Because I so. need to know. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. Hey. Tangents, questions, we welcome them all on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, especially from all of you listeners. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google. I think we're still on MySpace. I checked that out the other day. It's still up there. So <laughs> I'm not uploading new podcasts yeah. every time, but it's still up there. Um, you know, I'm less surprised that, that the podcast is still on MySpace than the fact that MySpace is still around it's here. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. But the four of us are here, and we're going to talk about SummerSlam. Lots of SummerSlams and, and Royal Rumbles, apparently, too. Um, but, uh, you know, there's there's just tangents and tunes. I take notes in between. You know, I just kind of show. But uh, we appreciate all the listeners. On the road to 100, we'll probably make it by the end of the year. And that's a huge call to action. So if you've ever been a guest on this podcast, that's a lot of people, Big Ugly. Um, we're going to send you out a Zoom link. And we're going to have a big Zoom meeting. It's going to be safe, secure. It's going to be the biggest, dirty, ugly wrestling podcast of all time. Um, you guys are invited, of course. Uh, so that's four right well, here. Well, we knew that. You said anybody. So. Any, anybody, <laughs> so. anybody that's been on the podcast, any guests of the yeah. podcast. But um, we're going to have to have a waiting room, Big Ugly, because, yeah. you know, somebody's going to try to spam us and throw porn in there or something. It's going to happen. Might even be yeah, some of our guys. Yeah, just let it through. <laughs> just let it through. <laughs> because it's dirty and it's Wait, ugly. No, this no, is no, what we do. Really see how many listeners yeah. and, and viewers we have. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can we address the elephant in the room? Is there one? I didn't think this room was big <laughs> enough for yeah, that. You can't see him either. I can't see him. Excuse me one second. You can address that elephant while I walk over here. Uh, yeah, please. So, Bray Wyatt is no longer with the WWE. My, oh my goodness. God, the my. Fiend. The Fiend is gone. Fiend. Bray Wyatt's gone. 
we, we got Husky it. We got Harris is going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah I that's don't, I, not good. I, and and the rumor was he got he had just gotten cleared like two days prior to his release medically to to come back to the ring and everything. Yeah, they were setting up for him to come back on Raw or something like that. Yeah. Uh, is it is it is it just at this point? Are they just picking names out of that bingo thing like they do for the Royal Rumble numbers? We're talking about Royal Rumble again. Um, but what is the deal? Is it money? I'm looking it up. Is it just they had nothing for him, or he had some personal issues? Does anybody know? I didn't even know. All, all reports. Well, let's see. Jason Justin Tucker learning something right here. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was very recent. Yeah, very recent. All reports that I've read have said it was all financial. That. It was pretty much just cutting costs. Um, How much more money do they need to cut? So I think the thing the <laughs> thing that bothers me, if 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 what I'm hearing is correct, that there's no other underlying issues, I'm like, so you don't have the money to pay for Bray Wyatt, you know, one of your biggest stars in the company, like mm-hmm. especially like homegrown, young, got a future, mm-hmm. but you can bring back a fifty-something-year-old man and pay him all of this money to probably do a one-off with Bobby Lashley. You can pay, you know, John Cena, who's almost probably pushing 50 himself, mm. to come back. And I know he's making money, you know, to do this. What's probably going to be a one-off, maybe a two, with Roman Reigns. But you cut Bray Wyatt? And he's been over? And he's extremely this, creative. Yeah, he's good right. at what he does. This is not the Bray Wyatt from, like, you know, five years ago when he was, uh, you know, when he first broke the Wyatt group up. And, right. you know, he was kind of on the downturn. People were just like, where is he going? This is like, right. the Fiend is like, was like top guy in the company. Yeah. Like, yeah, all yeah. love. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. You you don't like it, Jason. No. I, no. You know. I was waiting for the Fiend to come back or some version of Bray Wyatt to come back. Man, I think he might take his 90 days and they're going to get the whole family over at AEW. I mean, they got uh, most of them got, got heading that way. Um, man, I tell you, that's just a. I mean, the, and, you know, not to say that Ric Flair's not a big name. That's another one that was cut in the past. But he's on a Legends contract, for yeah. God's sake. Like, how much could you actually be paying him well, to be on a Legends Rick, contract? Ric Flair asked for his release. I, I know. So, I'm, a little different, I think, there. I'm but. just, uh, but it's something I've read about. They, they don't see creatively the same way for his career. Like, he's 70-some years old at this point. He wants to wrestle again. Wow. That's ridiculous. Why? I'm right. sure. It's, it's got to be what it is. Why? I mean, what else could there be? His daughter's in WWE. He's been, he had been on TV regularly until Lacey Evans got truly pregnant. Yeah. And, you what know, a storyline so. for that. But uh, it's got to be because he wants to wrestle again. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what else could he want for his career? Like, But, like, what is he going to do? Is he going to wrestle Sting and they're going to have a WCW wheelchair uh, wrestling match over in AEW? I mean, nothing. I'm not saying anything wrong about either one guy, but come on now. This I'm watching a, that if that happens. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yes. If I see a wheelchair <laughs> match, I mean, we've seen stretcher matches, but we ain't seen legit wheelchair matches. Like... My God, I mean, I saw a picture of him, and he looks, Ric Flair, he's jacked in the arms, like, real big. I mean, so he's working it out. Um, but that man was close to death, like, two years ago. Why? Why? I, I don't think anybody would responsibly put Ric Flair back in the <laughs> ring to do anything, even if he went to AEW. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about AEW, because that seems to be, <laughs> that's where everybody's going to end up, and that's where he's going. I think Kurt Angle was on, like, a Legends, right? And they ended up yeah. cutting him. Yeah. yeah. Which, speaking of, I just read in another article where Angle said 
He would wrestle again a mm-hmm. last match against Kenny Omega if he got paid ten million dollars. And listen, I think we all Wait love Kurt Angle, right? I ten think million dollars. But is he delusional? Like, oh. I mean, who <laughs> would pay Kurt Angle at the level that he can wrestle now? Ten million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, no I think one. He's, yeah, I no think one, he's just throwing something out there. Yeah, because he knows that'll never happen. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, ten million. I mean, come on. I would like to see, uh, you know, Kurt Angle in his prime against Kenny Omega in his prime. Unfortunately, their ages and their careers probably won't take them to that point. But well, no, because Kurt Angle is like fifteen years past his prime now. So uh, I would, I would have liked to have seen that. That's a great dream matchup to have seen in the past. But when Kurt Angle was his prime, Kenny Omega was like a teenager or something. So, so this whole conversation started with the whole Bray Bray Wyatt release. It did. So. Kind of circling back to that. In addition to that, there were also releases from NXT this in the last week. Yeah, too. and top people in NXT: Bronson Reed, who was just the NXT North American champion. I yeah, mean, like two months prior to being released. Bobby Fish, who was part of Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Mercedes Martinez, who got knocked unconscious her last time in the oh, ring. Oh, Bobby Fish is gone. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's gone too. Undisputedly, rumor there, and I'm throwing this out to everybody. Rumor there is that they're trying to now navigate NXT back to what it was as a truly developmental um, program as opposed to it being its own brand, which is what it had become underneath the Triple HBK, uh, you know, regime. Yeah, I heard that too. So I don't know. I just pull it back, (laughs) especially it's since that's one of the things that's succeeding right now. You know, you know, you know what, you know why? Because, they probably realize that they're these guys are getting a lot of success in NXT, and then they're bringing them up, and it's not translating right. because they don't know what to do with them. They don't want to keep them like in their gimmicks. They, you know, some of them are part of factions. They don't want to keep the factions together, you know. Um, and so now it's like, all right, well, we want to revert back to like a developmental. I think it's a mistake, but. Yeah, especially when you get something. And WWE is famous for killing things when they get too over, when they're not yeah. supposed like. But why are you not supposed to get over? It's great. It's its own brand. It's its own show. It's different. Different content for different shows. Just Jason Justin Tucker, do you watch NXT at all? I do not. Okay. So this doesn't affect you as much. But I will say, like, a lot of the things you see on Raw and SmackDown are people coming up from NXT. So you, you know about that. So, um... What what do you think? Do you think that NXT should? I mean, I know you don't watch it as much, but do you think it should be purely developmental the way it was seven or eight years ago, and then just focus on Raw and SmackDown and the pay per views, or do you think they should uh, kind of keep what keep the momentum going the way they should? What do you think? As far as I see, I think they should just keep it as their own show. Okay. Uh, I haven't tuned into whole shows. I've seen one or two matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune into a match on. Um, Instagram or something. Sure. But um, I think they should leave it because it's it's doing well for them. And if, yeah. And if they are worried about money, there's their money. <laughs> she can make some, I mean, yeah, they, she, they can make some money off NXT. I know they're, right now they're performing from the Performance Center, the, the thing in the back. You know, they got rid of the Full Sail University, you know, gimmick or whatever that was. Um, they don't have a lot of people coming in and they're not on the road right now, but it is a live show, so I'm sure it costs money to put on a live show. But still, I mean, but, come on. Yeah, but they but they own the Capitol Wrestling I know. Center, so it's not like it's not like they have to rent out the building or anything like or that. Or change it know? out or, you know, whatever. It's all they're just playing with house money, you know. So <laughs> it's like all I mean, it's you know, it should be pretty straightforward for them. I mean, I 
you know, it was one thing when it was developmental originally because it wasn't on a national scale. It wasn't on television, you know, every week. You had to go to the YouTube channel to find it or go to the WWE, you know, website to find any kind of, you know, NXT footage and stuff. But when it became a USA Network program, it needed to be its own brand. You can't have it be developmental anymore because no one's going to tune in to watch people they've never heard of. Absolutely. So I think that's going to be their drawback. And I heard I heard on the dirt sheets. Obviously, it's dirt sheets. I don't know how reliable it is, but I did hear I did hear that Vince would like to see more bigger guys on NXT and less of the small guys. He wants to go back to a more traditional wrestling look. For some of these guys, so, um, so so he wants NXT to become Raw and SmackDown, yeah. essentially, you know, like. Kind so we have a third right? show yeah. with two right. hours. It's exactly yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. I guess he's looking at it as like, because I think that NXT, when we talk about Triple H and HBK, I think they look at it exactly how we're talking about it. It's its own brand, its own thing. Vince, I think, has just historically looked at it as just a pool to pull from, and so I think when he's looking at guys that he's pulling from, I don't think he's necessarily liking. These aren't the guys that he necessarily would want representing Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, look at the guys recently that he has brought in. They're all that size thing, like you're just talking about. Yeah, carrying Car- Ross, Keith Lee, Lee yep. you know that kind of deal. So, you know, you're never going to see. I, I would imagine. I shouldn't say that you're never going to see. I would imagine you will never see Adam Cole Baby. or uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole know. about to come up. You think so? Yeah. I, I, I read too, that he. I read that he had a meeting with Vince, and it went well. And I think they're looking at yeah, him. Yeah, because his contract supposedly is exactly. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, mean, I guess all their contracts some, are getting <laughs> right. I mean, NXT. And, and he'd obviously end up in AEW since his girlfriend, you know, Doctor Britt Baker, right? DMD, is, right? Uh, there, you know, so Britsburg. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, like to see what they're going to do with NXT. I think, I, I think it's a mistake to go back. Instead of going forward, going forward. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think then, the landscape has just changed, and it's okay to adapt yeah. to that. Yeah, I did see that um, along with all of this rumor and innuendo that NXT, uh, that Triple H and Shawn Michaels are no longer at the helm of the writing team uh, or at the helm of NXT. Period. I think they're transitioning them out, and they're they're using their band of brothers from uh, both of the other shows because they have twenty six writers up there. Right to uh, go down there, which is going to turn it into the same thing we've seen before. Um, I'm actually intrigued about NXT TakeOver 36. I'm not sure why they're using this number, 36, and they're making it a point to say 36. Um, but anyway. Because it's going to be the last one. <laughs> they're, they're like, it's the number yeah. one. So, I mean, do you think they'll end up taking it off of TV? I think whatever deal they got with USA, they're going to leave that slot on TV, but they might not have it live every week. Gotcha. Um, that that just cuts the, the cost, you well, know, as much as they can. Well, I wonder though. I mean, because it's been what it's been just about two years since NXT went to live on yeah. USA. So could be close. So it may be at the end of its contract. Yeah, and, you know, which is another reason not to negotiate deal. to do it again. Right. Um, but if you want to watch. NXT TakeOver 36. It's actually on the day that SummerSlam should be on, which is Sunday, August 22nd. Yes, that's right. Uh, NXT Jason Justin Tucker is on Sunday, and SummerSlam is on Saturday. Who who books this? I'm sorry. 
Anyway, That's if you right. want to watch... Mo- Monday Night Raw will be on Wednesday this week, right. and Friday right. Night SmackDown will be on Tuesday. So Yeah, yeah the, the previous uh, Tuesday. Right. <laughs> so, no, but if you want to watch NXT, might as well just throw this out there right now. It's actually going to be a pretty, pretty decent show. Uh, they do have... You mentioned Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. It's in a two-out-of-three fall match where each fall is different. The first fall is a straight-up wrestling. The second fall is a street fight. The third fall, if they get to it, which they should because it doesn't make... They've only done this once in the history where they haven't gotten to third fall. It's a steel cage. So, they have that. Now, here's one of the most interesting storylines. L.A. Knight, the million-dollar champion, taking on Cameron Grimes, who is right now L.A. Knight's butler because he lost the million-dollar championship. But Ted DiBiase is going to be in Cameron Grimes' corner. And if Cameron Grimes loses, L.A. Knight keeps the title, then Ted DiBiase has to be L.A. Knight's butler. That's fun stuff. (laughs) Ted DiBiase, 70 years old himself, getting in there. And I love these two. They're great workers. And I would hate to see NXT go away for just people like this because this is wonderful. Yeah, love yeah. this stuff. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez defending the, cha- the women's before, championship. Before, uh, go before ahead. The, I'm sorry. I, I just do hope that this million dollar storyline ends up with Virgil at some point <laughs> making, making an appearance. Just it's, well, Earl Hebner is going to be in the parking lot and Virgil's going to be in the trunk. <laughs> so that's how it's going to work because Virgil's going to be selling his book and, and Earl's going to be selling everything else. Um, anyway. So, yes, Raquel Gonzalez defending the women's championship against Dakota Kai, who turned on Raquel Gonzalez when she said there was nobody left to face. I saw it coming a mile away. Um, you know, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, Karrion Cross, who's been on Raw, on NXT, on Raw, on NXT, with Scarlett, without Scarlett, mostly without Scarlett. Um, supposed to be with Scarlett at NXT TakeOver 36, defending the NXT championship against a more, most recently reinstated Samoa Joe, who's going to be wrestling. That's intriguing, actually, boys. Yeah, that, that, that should be good. I mean, that's the reason to watch the, the takeover. Yeah. I mean, is to see Samojo make his triumphant return. Yeah. yeah. And in his first match back after several years, does he win the title and Karrion Cross actually fully go up? Is that is that what happens here? That's all I'm thinking. I, uh, it seems to be the most logical step in the... Uh, yeah. You seen Karrion Cross on Raw? I've seen him. Okay, what do you think? He's good. Okay. I now, mean, do I you know his... Seen, go ahead. I haven't seen his partner who he comes out with. Scarlet. So, so that's all all I know is yeah. carrying cross. Right. So I heard potential spoilers if you want to hear it. Hey, oh. spoiler alert here for the Dirty yeah. Ugly Wrestling podcast. And we're just going off here. This is what we do, yeah. but go ahead. Okay. So the potential spoiler is that the way they're running the story is that Carrying Cross on Raw doesn't have Scarlet, as we know. Right. And that... Wait, is it Scarlet or Charlotte? Scarlet. Scarlet, thanks. Charlotte is... Uh, yeah, I don't know why I got confused. We're going to talk about Charlotte Sorry, later, yeah. aren't we? I don't know what I was thinking. CM anyway. Punk. Anyway. We'll talk about Charlotte. Uh, so, the idea Ooh. is that without Scarlet, he's not able to win, and they're going to have to bring her up, and that's going to give him the power back... Because it's like she essentially his character like feeds off of her. Yeah, she's energy. the urn. She's the she urn. Is the Correct. Urn, she yeah. is the urn. So without the urn, he's he's not doing well. Once she comes up with him, it. Plus, yeah. I would think Vince would love that for TV. A hot woman <coughs> that's going to come out with a guy who's coming up in the ranks. I mean, come on now. Karen hey, Cross. It's going back to the whole big guy look thing. I mean, Karen Cross is like the perfect. WWE wrestler yeah. just about. I mean, he's got stereotypical. Size, he's like, got the muscles. He's got the look. You know that. Yeah. Kind of he's thing. got the general in ring basics, so he can right. Much he, fit he's into got whatever. five five moves of doom. He does at least you know? five. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I like that idea. And he's got a kick-ass theme music. Building the to bring in Scarlet yeah. back and all. If that's the way it goes, I like it. Yeah, I yeah. like it too. I wish, I wish they would have. I wish they would have had him lose to Keith Lee though the first time or the was it the first time or second second first time, time. no, no first, first time, time. He, where he beat Keith he Lee beat Keith the Lee. week after beat, losing to Jeff Hardy right like just they should have just kept with that and just had him lose every single week instead yeah. of having one win come in at, at, you know yeah so throws a little what this means theoretically is Scarlett does not show up on NXT Takeover thirty six and because he's excuse me because he's not there shout out to Broken Skull IPA by the way um, if he's not there then he will lose the title. And then when next night on Raw, Scarlett will be there, if and he it's will win. True. Yeah. Maybe if yeah. it's true, but I, 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 he's got he can't be doing this back and forth stuff. He's got to pick one or the other, and I think at this point he's got to pick Raw. I think he's had enough in NXT. Well, I don't think it's up to him to choose, but uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, now that Vince is running all but all the shows anyway, yeah. I think that's the issue with running people on both shows because it's like you're trying to make it seem like they're completely separate on Raw than what they are in NXT. But a lot of fans watch both. Yeah. And it's inconsistent booking. And he's at that the point. NXT champion, yeah. which is guaranteed right. crossover. That, that going and going backwards. It's all full circle and stuff here tonight, apparently. But yeah. like that's why NXT should be its own brand. That's too. what like, Jason Tucker make said. It, make Jason it like, Justin like Tucker. SmackDown's its own brand. Raw and have them all interact with each other or crossover. I would love to see Baron Corbin show up on NXT because LA Knight paid him to come yes! out and beat Cameron Grimes, you know. Or oh, because he's all. down on his luck it, and he needs money. Right, it would fit in with the storyline and it would make sense, you know. Yeah. You know, like like but they've never treated NXT yeah. that way. And you know, I think that's like the Karrion Cross thing, like he he needs to lose the NXT title and just come up to Raw and right. be done yeah. with the, the cross-promotion yeah. if NXT stays the way that it is. you know. You like, mentioned Baron Corbin, by the way. That's one guy who I don't mind wrestling in his clothes because he's downtrodden. You can't afford wrestling gear. No, you are not allowed to change <laughs> your mind on these things. I can change my mind just like we can change our mind on Hall of Famers. Great. Uh, what, John Gonzalez? Never. Okay. Never. <laughs> I'm just going to say, man. Oh, but anyway, you mentioned Baron Corbin. I just want to say that when when Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin went at it on Raw, I did not fast forward through that because that was really entertaining. Because Baron Corbin, you know, Drew McIntyre said, "You know what, Baron? I'll, I'll give you a little help. How much do you need?" And Baron Corbin said, "One hundred thousand dollars." <laughs> and I just, I had the same, yeah, yeah, right. Did you see that? Yeah, no. I had the same thing. Drew McIntyre had to look on his face, like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'll give you three, two, one, two, and he counted off and did the claymore, which was great. I loved it. I love what Baron Corbin is doing, and I hope they don't bury him. It's just I love what he's doing. Oh, by the way, there's one more reason to watch NXT TakeOver. Um, 36, it, which is um, Ilya Dragunov and oh, Walter yes. for yes, the NXT. the rematch. Yeah, the NXT UK Championship, which is actually slated as the main event, which it damn well should be. So the guy, the Dragunov guy, is yeah. he from? He's from the UK, right? Yeah. The, they both are. Yeah, he's from Europe. Yeah, Europe. But yeah. he's in NXT UK. Yeah. Okay. All right. They got they, them they, both. They traveled. had a match back at the end of last year yeah. where Walter just chopped the heck out of gunshot chops. Like, but but Dragunov was just as good in return. Yeah. I mean, the match. I mean, it went like twenty five minutes. And at it was least fantastic. I don't know how either man stood up in front of no there. fans. It was at the U- NXT UK yeah. Performance Center, or whatever, it, it in front was of nobody. Probably match of the year last. It year. It was. Yeah. Oh my God. Where are the other Imperium guys? I like Imperium. They're on NXT. Well, two of them for now. Well, the one guy got released. Yeah. Um, the one that was in, in that was in <laughs> yeah. insanity or, or sanity, sanity or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wolf. 
Der- uh, Alexander uh, Wolf. Alexander Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got released a while back. So it's just the two guys that are the uh, tag team, which I can never remember their name. So, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> Imperium. That's that's who they are. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's, it's all part yeah. of the releases, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, let's talk about uh, fun stuff here. Let's um get throw some shout-outs. And then uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break because SummerSlam is going to take a whole segment and a half. And we might have a little surprise here on the uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling telephone. We do not have a telephone number. Do not call it. 1-900-909-9900. You know about that one. Don't call that one either because I don't know what will happen. Um, uh, Michael Spedden, shout out to him. You know, he's doing great things with the uh, Foul Players and, uh, you know, the Foul Players Radio. And he's got his... um, acting and singing and everything going on. Mike Melillo as well. He's been a guest with us. He's doing well, doing very healthy. They, him and his uh, wife just had a baby, so fantastic, uh, him and his him and his lady. Corey Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. He's been invited a couple times, but had some family things going on, but we, we always love Corey, so and shout out cookies. to him. Yeah. And, we, and your cookies. We love you too, Corey. Oh, you as much as well. right. But we do love the cookies. I mean, you know, and that's that's great that we love the cookies. Yeah, yeah, you know, love y'all. And we got Jason Justin Tucker here with us, and, and we also are part of our WrestleMania 35 crew, Mikey Mike, Frock Lesnar. Um, you know, we want, we're going to be talking about Goldberg later, so that one will be for you, buddy. Uh, he did talk to me earlier in the week, and he's he's still a Goldberg fan, but he's pretty sure that Goldberg's not going to win. But we'll get to that later in SummerSlam. I really feel like we could skip that whole conversation. Nah, nah, we got to talk about it. We got to <laughs> yeah, talk. I, I got an opinion on that. All right. Oh, we oh, all got opinions. Yeah. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Let's um, go. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and I want to throw a shout out to uh, SWO Susquehanna Wrestling Organization. They're going to be having a show uh, tomorrow night, which is August the thirteenth. Uh, probably we're not going to get that out in enough time, but that's okay. But they're also going to have a show September eleventh, September eighteenth, and uh, November, December. Granted, you know all this you know, Delta variant, which we're not going to go on any you know tangents about that. You know we're all vaccinated here. Just get the damn vaccination, or just stop bitching. Anyway, no soapbox. Anyway. Um, shout out to them and also shout out to EWA Pro Wrestling. I said Vinny Versace and uh, everybody in that uh, organization. They're going to have a show September 10th, Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland, EWAProWrestling.com or also EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook. So, on that note, we've talked about NXT. We talked about, boom, we talked about other stuff. Um, can I, I guess I could throw a tangent or should I wait? Throw the tangent. I'm gonna throw it. I'm asking the you. Fans this is love tangent. Your, this is your podcast as well uh, as it is mine. <laughs> I mean, you threw a tangent out of yeah. question the first time. Yeah. Um, two things happened uh, recently. Uh, Chris Davis, actually, I just found this out today, retires from professional baseball. Um, there's a clap there from CM Funk. Um, he's pretty much been retired for the last couple of years, but he's been injured for the last couple of years before that. But apparently. Who yeah. the hell is Chris Davis? So he's an Orioles player. Gotcha. Um, yeah, he did really well one year. <laughs> two years. No, so, so, I'm sorry. Two, two years, years in a row. Yeah, two years. Be fair. He did really well. He must have a hell of an agent because he signed a contract more than any professional baseball player on a mediocre to mid low level team should be. Five signed. years, 125 million. There. Wow. Play and only only played about not even a full season's worth of that. So right. Yeah. So he's retiring. And he, you know, him and his wife gave money to charity and blah, 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 whatever. But uh, he, what is happening with that contract? He gets paid, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much all guaranteed. Uh, that's what I thought. So, yeah, the guy, the, guy, the guy knew what he was doing. He managed to uh, 
have injuries over the last couple of seasons. Um, and when he know, did play, he got booed out of the park by anybody yeah, who was so, there. But, yeah. So, uh, Chris Davis, thank you for the memories, but um, enjoy your retirement. At least those two years. Jason Justin Tucker, you're an Orioles fan. I am. Are you a Chris Davis fan? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, is it because, you know, he did what he did and got all that money to do nothing for three years? No, it was just after, like, the major players left, Cal Ripken and everyone, I just sort of based myself as an Orioles fan. Okay. I wasn't this guy's fan. I wasn't that guy's fan. Okay. I was just like, let's go team. You're okay? And you're still an Orioles fan. Yes. <laughs> They've been one of the worst teams in baseball for a while, but you're yes. still a fan. Still a fan. Okay. It's hard. It, it's it really hard. <laughs> but they aren't the worst team in baseball. The Arizona Diamondbacks are actually eight games further back, theoretically. Anyway, um, it, I mean, if the Orioles didn't have a bullpen, I mean, we'd probably win half the games we lost. But I, I, anyway, what's, that's what's a bu- what, the bullpen. Yeah. So for for people who don't understand baseball, maybe as yourself, that's okay. So the bullpen is the roster of pitchers that come in after the starting pitcher Got pitches. It. So when the starting pitcher is over, like five six innings in, maybe 70, 80 pitches, depending on how well they're doing, they bring in another pitcher who usually pitches one or two innings, or maybe even one or two batters. But when those they, they come in, and there's four or five pitchers that come in after the first one, and they give up six or seven runs, it doesn't help. <laughs> um, so just they're saying they need less of a bullpen. They, yeah, yeah, or different. Yeah, the Orioles just need pitching as a whole. Yes. Gotcha. So they're, they're, they're pretty terrible when it comes pretty, to pitching. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, because they have a couple of uh, franchise-type players, you know, right now. Cedric Mullins is awesome. Uh, John Means was great until he got injured, and now he's got to get better. Trey Mancini beat cancer, went to the All-Star, home run derby, finished second. Awesome. Love it. Um, so there's things to be proud of the Orioles about, but that Chris Davis, what did you say? Enjoy your retirement. Enjoy your retirement. Yeah, and then leave us out of it. God bless. Um, Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Oh, gosh. What are you about to say? Um... This is going to be right before break, so uh, <laughs> you know if, if this is, I'm just going to get it out now because. All right, uh, hold on. Can I can I do something right since we can we can take that in the break? Uh, All right. I just want to say real quick, Hard Knocks is back, which to me means that football is back. And okay. Oh, stop. They did the Cowboys yeah. this year, <laughs> and I can already tell the Cowboys are going to be trash. So it's, <laughs> I just want to Cow- say that I told you the I, Cowboys I so were bad. playing in that Hall of Fame game. Yeah, and you did. Uh, yeah, and I didn't. You know. didn't even and, know. And apparently, and they lost. They lost. So because they were playing the Steelers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But continue. No, I just, but that's I just okay. want to put that out there. Hard no knocks. expectations for my boys this year. Dak, Dak, everybody needs to lay off Dak Prescott. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be fine. You think he'll be okay? I mean, he did strain his arm. Like, Six to twelve. It's all right. Six to twelve games. He'll be fine. Sorry, <laughs> I'm big Dak, Dak Prescott fan. I mean, I like that. I have nothing. Yeah, wrong hopefully, with Dak. Zeke can hold on to the ball this season, and we'll see. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so right, that's Lamar. a football tangent. I know you're yeah. a Ravens fan, yes. uh, Jason Justin Tucker. Of course, with that, especially with that nickname, you got to be. Um, Lamar Jackson, uh, dude, he got COVID for the second time. It, like on the yeah. first day of practice camp, he came in and tested positive for COVID. Yeah, missed missed ten days of practice. Missed yeah. the first ten days of practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And he and he still he still hasn't decided whether or not to get the vaccination. Which yeah. again. Hey, people out to there. To each it's their your, own. Right. It's your this own, is not political. It's your own opinion. But when you're worth as much money as Lamar Jackson is and you're costing your team the chance of, you know, you know, succeeding, you know, for the season and all, like, think real hard about it and uh, make, yeah. make the right decision. So. Yeah. Think, think <laughs> real hard. What, have you heard about this, Jason? Talk? I have. What do, you, do you have an opinion? Not asking to get political. I'm no, just, no, no, no. I, I, I think every – I mean – 
I think everyone should get this shot. Okay. Uh, I think it should be fine. I, I mean, poor, broke, I don't care what. <laughs> because Just because keep people healthy and, yeah. keeps, and keep every, keep all the live events going. Yeah. Because eventually they're going to shut down again and then we'll be stuck at home well, again watching stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not that that's completely bad, yeah. but still. You're, you're right. They're going <laughs> backwards already. They've already implemented mask mandates and... Uh, <laughs> They're, they're requiring people to show proof of vaccination, which I'm actually okay with. You know, just get the damn shot. But uh, Lamar Jackson, you said it, Big Ugly. You know, and actually it's been said all around the table. He's worth, but you know, whatever. The con- he's, he's negotiating a new contract at this point. I don't even know if he signed it yet. Right. Um, I think, yeah, I think that – I think he should be fine. All right, when the guys was getting it last year, I understand. COVID. I understand the the you know it's like all right you let it slide. Every, a lot of people's getting COVID last year, right? Yeah, because I think that coming back into the season, you have the vaccine, so you have an option mm-hmm. to reduce your chances. Plus, we've been in it long enough to where you know what you need to do to avoid getting COVID. Right. If you are choosing not to take any of those options, and then you get COVID again, costing the team, which costs money. You know what I'm saying? It's like you should be fine for that. You should be penalized. I I don't think. It should be something that, you know, all right, you just, all right, I just got COVID again. Just let it go. Yeah. There needs to be a deterrent in place for these players to, like, all right, if you're not going to get a vaccine, you need to take the proper, you know, protocols to make sure that you're not. Right. Like quarantine yourself or whatever. Yeah, but he's not doing He's out in in the city. Right. He's not not in a bubble. He's out in the city. He's, you know, and he's doing good things for kids and, you know, whatever the case. But he's, like, playing pickup football games on. Like cement, like that's another thing. It's right. Well, and dude. part part of the problem is that the NFL has mandated this eighty five percent vaccination rate for the each team. Like you have to have eighty five percent of your team has to be vaccinated. Well, is that what they think herd immunity the, is? That's what what they claim. Yes, and the Ravens have met, met that. So there's, there's ninety no, actually. I think. Yeah, I would say so. There, there's nothing there to incentivize. Lamar Jackson to go do it, other than the whole, you know, stop getting it and <laughs> missing time, you know, from your team and all. But. Obviously, he hasn't gotten any antibodies because he, this is the second time he tested positive for right. it. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, I love the Ravens. Jason Ducker, yeah. I know you do too. But, I mean, this is a this is a contender football team. This is not, like, the Orioles that are going to finish last every year. I mean, this is a contender football team. We made it one batch further in the playoffs last time than you know we did the previous year. We've won the Super Bowl twice. We now have a a, a, a franchise quarterback that we want to keep for <laughs> you swaying his arm. I'm a lot. with you on that one. Yeah. I'm just no, saying I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I mean yeah. I, I'm not saying uh, Lamar that got that's about right. two more years. <laughs> and right and now he's a franchise and NFL defenses will have him figured out. Yeah. I mean it kind of I think I think this year is going to I think he's going to be figured out this year. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was. That no, was I'm, I'm just saying he is the right now one of the yeah. franchise players you're for right. the Baltimore franchise. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Correct. Yes, yes. At this point in time, and he has taken a huge gamble, and you know he's all he costing the team, the fans, the city, the state, and you know all, as far as far as the the seventy or I'm sorry, the twenty five percent of people that won't get vaccinated in Baltimore, if they're looking at this and saying, oh, well, Lamar Jackson's not getting it, <laughs> and what you know, I'm just saying it's. Do the right thing. Seriously, just do the right thing. Um, anyway, I'm done with that. <laughs> now we can take it into a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about SummerSlam 2021. We're going to talk about any of our favorite SummerSlam moments or Royal Rumble moments or wherever, wherever they happen. Don't matter. Um, and we're going to talk about a couple of other things. And we may also have another uh, surprise guest. 
Um, it's very, very possible. And we're also going to talk about AEW because I think this has to be addressed. Um, this is the biggest roster in the world right now, um, pretty much. <laughs> How long can it last? Uh, we're going to find we're out. We're going to find out real soon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sooner than we think. And, yeah. and y'all are going to find out on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast right after we take this break and play the middle of a song, which hopefully you've been listening to for 97 episodes, which we like and we know you like it too. We'll be right back. We're back on the Dirty yeah. Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big O. And we are here in the penthouse, episode 97. We've been talking off air, on air. I, we just keep talking because this is what we do, Big Ugly. Um, and we like it. And we're still here with Jason, Justin, Tucker. Jason, you having a good time here on the podcast? Having a good time. Good, because we love having you here. And we love your uh, input and keep on coming back anytime I so will. you know where the penthouse is. And... Uh, not he uh, taking a trip to Graceland right now is a uh, CM Funk, the king of non-social media. Hashtag no hashtag. Um, as I'm introducing him, he's actually I am back. Yeah. yeah. The, so see, I did it. This yeah. time. <laughs> and uh, I was just telling him where you you were at Graceland. I didn't explain what Graceland was, but I said you were there. It was nice. It was uh, it was good? pleasant. Pleasant. Yes. pleasant. Do you think that in 25 years people won't know what Graceland is? I will. If I'm still here in 25 like, years. Like the younger generation. Are you talking about my bathroom? Or actually, no, you're talking, talking about. about real, real bridge. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Elvis is, uh, is a tradition that will that, live on. Yeah, I think you think he, he'll, he'll stand the test of time? I think he belongs in a hall of fame. I think Elvis will. I don't know that Graceland will. I okay. Think, I, I, I think it'll be something that's there, but not really like, as soon as you say it, like everybody knows what you're talking yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't Fair think enough. that'll be the case. Yeah. Well, so it's kind of like uh, so. I, I guess that's the same thing about Neverland. Although I, I guess a different Michael Jackson lived longer than than Elvis, so he might have more years before people forget about Neverland. Possibly. Possibly. That's more yeah. recent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still a Michael Jackson fan. Still an Elvis fan. You know. Still, still a fan of live events. Been coming back. You know. Um, they, they Not have, with Elvis and Michael Jackson. No, no. Well, Michael Jackson. There's a Broadway show that has him in 25 songs, like people playing Michael Jackson and playing his. It's like a full stage show of Michael Jackson. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And then Elvis has uh, impersonators everywhere. So you know, does he? Yeah, yeah that could happen. Yeah, it could. Um, but so we were talking offline, and we were talking about AEW. So we might as well throw it out of the way. But um. Because you know, it's, it's a lot to talk about. But before I do, uh, this is episode 97 of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We thank all the listeners. Shout out to everybody. At, on our way to 100, look out for that Zoom introduction or, or invitation, I should say, if you've been a guest on the podcast before. And also in the next couple of months, we're going to throw out Brian S. Gamble one more time. We're going to go behind the Deacon this time. Deacon Storm is his, uh, you know... Uh, gimmick of choice for the lifetime going on, but we're gonna get we're gonna talk to him. That's gonna be a lot of fun, and also um, we're gonna go from from the streets. Hashtag Pat Anthony beyond the streets from the streets. Uh, haven't had him on in a while actually, and looking forward to talking time. to him. Yeah. He actually just got married last year, and he's gonna celebrate the marriage this year, which he's gonna uh, there's gonna be a, a big party for. So um, this that's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk to both of those guys. They they've been old school uh, from us from our podcasts, like first 10, 20 episodes, uh, different variations of um, what do you call it the, um, the the EWA factions and all that kind of supremacy yeah. and all that. So looking forward to talking to those guys. It's gonna be really fun. All right. AEW. Before we talk about SummerSlam, this is a SummerSlam themed podcast, but AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Okay. CM Funk, I'm just going to start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts 
on AEW, which we were talking about offline. Yeah, so we were, we were discussing this, and uh, you know, there there was an elephant in the room earlier. I think we're in the, another one. I think, well, that was a WWE elephant oh, okay. earlier. Yeah. I think this is an AEW this room, elephant. I really don't think can fit elephants. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but the penthouse is huge. It is huge. You know. It's big. Um, Tall ceilings. Yeah, I mean, I think the next month or so is going to really show AEW's uh, lasting staying power and all. Um, couple of the big rumors out there are probably the two biggest names in in wrestling that aren't signed currently to anybody mm-hmm. and that's uh of course daniel bryan and uh one uh the, the the man that's named after me uh cm punk mm-hmm. so um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see if those rumors come to light and those guys show up or in uh all elite wrestling so if those guys don't show up are you saying that that might affect AEW staying power i i think so i mean you know they they're they're getting ready to wrestle in Chicago mm-hmm. at the uh, was it the United Center? The United right? Center, right? So twenty thousand people or whatever it is. It's SummerSlam there, nineteen ninety five. Um, you know, so and they were able to sell that out, and at the same time, conveniently enough, CM Punk rumors started, you know, abounding. You mm. know, uh, so strange that that would happen at the same exact time that they're doing that. Um, and Darby Allen going on TV and saying something about being the best in the world. Right. Yeah. There's been a lot of lot of uh, uh, you know little things that have kind of led people to believe this. So, yeah. I mean, if if they're using this as a publicity stunt, you know, and CM Punk's really not signed to wrestle, you know, with AEW and all, and they just use the rumors to to sell out the United Center, that's going to be a detriment to AEW. That's going to hurt for the future. People aren't going to take them at their word anymore. You yeah. know. So, yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's make or break for AEW, and I, I I hope they haven't backed themselves into a corner that they can't you know fight fight their way out of. So, Jason Justin Tucker, are you watched AEW at all? <clears throat> a few matches. Okay. Not watching daily. Okay. Weekly. Did you like the matches that you saw? I did. Okay. I did. The entertaining matches. I don't know. So you're not keeping up with the stories as much, but no. the matches in the ring you enjoyed. Yes. Okay. Um, do you? Uh, I know. I know you know who CM Funk is. We we watch CM Funk. Uh, you know at the penthouse, at the mansion, and wherever your place. Uh, so, what do you think of that? Do you think after all this time that CM Punk coming back to a wrestling role is good for him? Good for the business? Are you excited about it? I'd like to see him wrestle again. <clears throat> I didn't think much of his um, other. We went to what, the yeah, UFC. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do too well in. I, I didn't yeah. even. Oh, and two. He was not the best in the world there. Uh, so okay. I didn't look at that, but I'd, li- I'd like to see him back in a wrestling ring somewhere. It doesn't matter where. As long as... Okay. How about Daniel Bryan? Still, I, I like his wrestling. Okay. Uh, I guess I really wouldn't be calling him. I guess I'd be calling him Brian Danielson, you know, uh, his actual name. And CM Punk, I don't know. know. CM Punk, he, he has the rights to that name. He was very I, I smart believe, about that. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and 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 supposedly the rumor is too that the um, the license for uh, cult of personality yeah. um, it went away for with WWE, so right. that he should be able to use that. If they, and Tony Khan, wanted Tony to buy Khan that seems too. right. Tony Khan seems to be buying up every piece of rock <laughs> and roll music that he can find these days. So um, I would imagine he'd buy that too. 
I I like AEW. Um, I think their roster, they just keep collecting more people. I know they got AEW Dark, which is like a, a, a YouTube-type show right now. Yeah, it's like Sunday Night Heat. Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> Except um, with like 15,000 times more wrestling. Lots of wrestling. <laughs> and, basically, and they have AEW Dynamite, which is their main weekly show. Now they're going to have AEW Rampage, which is supposed to be different. They're, they're calling it different commentary, different, t- different style matches, you know, things like that. Um, uh, they, they just have so they're, they're just building up their roster so much that there's there's only so much time on TV even if you have the amount of TV time that WWE has um, which they don't they're getting there but uh, there's just, just I don't know my attention span I liked it when there was four or five like every match meant something and it still kind of does right now every match has a storyline every match means something they're making the best out of every situation when you put too many people on the roster I don't know what that means for the longevity of the roster or the longevity of the people on the roster. I don't know what that means. But let me go to Big Ugly on this. Have you been watching AEW at all? I do not watch AEW. Okay. I mean, obviously, I keep up with the news. Okay. Wrestling news in general. Uh, as far as the CM Punk thing, I I think everybody would be shocked and it would be a good, it'd be cool to see CM Punk um, again in wrestling. Would it be it, a letdown after the build-up and rumor and you end up well, if it doesn't happen? My thing is that I don't feel like AEW can be blamed for the letdown because I feel like the rumor mill is starting with the fans. Okay. AEW has never confirmed that CM Punk is coming. Sure. And I mean, uh, Darby Allen said best in the world. So is Chris Jericho. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like... So is Daniel Bryan. Right, right exactly. Like, so it's like using that phrase... It's like fans are doing what fans do, and they're just putting it all together. It's like, oh, it's, it's going to happen. But Tony Khan is not saying we, we, CM Punk is coming. Nobody is saying that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. So I think when yeah. you look back at it, you can't blame AEW. Like, oh, you guys set us up. Right. <laughs> Pro- problem is, is that's not how the fans right. yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> They react yeah. Yeah. violently. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, um, yeah, remember if you know all the you know if, if John Cena you know wins we, we riot, riot stuff. Uh, yeah. CM Punk doesn't show we riot. Yeah, I'm sure those signs will be right. everywhere. So, so I, I did read that you know CM Punk is going to be in that new star show about the wrestlers. Yeah, it's he, called Heels. Heels. Yeah. Heels yeah. Looking forward to that. So they did say that like apparently he looked in really good ring shape, almost like he had been practicing you know before sure coming there. So it is a good possibility, and I think that CM Punk made an appearance at one of the other wrestling shows with a mask on. You know, yeah, so yeah, he, he made a run in. Yeah. yeah, he made a run in. Yeah. yeah, he went back on WWE for the Fox thing. So he's definitely been putting his feet back in the water. So I do think it, it could be a good chance. I think we talked about it offline that I don't think Daniel Bryan would come to AEW. I think he's the least likely option. Um, Hell, if he shows back up, and I mean, that's a big weekend for wrestling. You got AEW Rampage, which is the first kickoff show of Rampage, which is at the United Center in Chicago on the 20th, which is that Friday, live on TNT, I guess it is at this point. Then the next night, you got SummerSlam, which is going to talk about SummerSlam on a Saturday, um, and that is from Vegas. And uh, that card's stacked. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And then Sunday, we got NXT, which is from, uh, I guess, from the Performance Center. They didn't say it was going anywhere else. I can't remember. Um, I will say this. I think that it's a big weekend. AEW needs to be careful and just like grabbing up every single talent that comes from WWE yeah. and just completely swelling their roster. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's not going to have the effect that they think, you know. Um, I mean, for social media presence, oh, and you might, I don't know, you know about the CM Punk, but anyway, it's like, you know, Mark Henry is all elite. Paul White is all elite. You know, the big show came out last night in the middle of something on AEW, and it got no pop whatsoever. He choke slammed somebody. I can't remember what it was. 
Yeah. Got it, no pop. Yeah, it was with um, um, uh, QT Marshall and oh, his, right. his group and all. But and I was like, no. Yeah. I, I don't not, know. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like these guys, like people like like Mark, like they haven't earned it. No. You know no. We think about somebody like Jericho that's been there see, from the beginning. You know see, what I'm saying? See, like, I've, I, my worry with AEW has always been that it's going to be it's going to end up being exactly like WCW became in the mid nineties. Right. How, however, for the longest time, I've been okay with it because who they've been bringing in have been stars that are still in their prime or haven't gotten the shot they deserve with right. WWE or the push they deserve with right, WWE right. and all. And they've still been doing that with like Andrade and uh, Malachi Black, Alistair, Alistair Black, Black Christian, whatever is, you want. To, well, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought. But you were like going the, these guys, like you know. They're guys that should have been superstars in WWE, and for whatever reason, it just never worked on the Raw or SmackDown rosters. You know, they were stars in NXT. Bring them into AEW, I'm cool with that. They fit right in with that style of wrestling because it's an independent style of wrestling and all. It's not a scripted WWE style of wrestling. But you start bringing in these guys... You know, Mark Henry, I'm fine with because I doubt he'll wrestle. If he does, it'll be like a one-off match as a retirement type deal, I would imagine. Okay. Big Show, so far they had kept him off TV. You know, other than to be an announcer, and then bringing him in last night, I was like, Mm-mm. and then the Christian could, thing could be a step in the wrong while, direction. Go ahead. While they're trying to, they're trying to use Christian as as WWE is with Edge. You know, they're trying to, you know, oh, this guy who was written off because he wasn't able to wrestle anymore, you know, mm-hmm. he's coming back. And he's been fine in the ring. He's been good and all. But I just worry, don't put all your eggs in that basket, you know, that Christian basket or whatever and all. Yeah, because once, like, you, you, once you use it, it's done. It's dried up. What do you do with Christian? You get rid of him now or you just put him on the right, bench? You've you got to stick with, with either people that are straight out of the independents that are famous because of YouTube and things like that or bring in the guys that WWE just – couldn't figure out how to use correctly. You know, again, your Andrade's and Aleister Blacks and stuff. So let me ask you this. Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, AEW should bring them in or no? I'm going to say Braun, no. Uh, I don't know if AEW would have a spot for that type of attraction. I really think, and you, you talk about Daniel Bryan going back to WWE, I think Braun Strowman should put the boots back on and figure out how to get back into WWE. He's an attraction as well, and he's a big guy. And plus, you've, we've seen both sides of him. I don't think he'll end up in AEW. Now, Bray Wyatt, maybe. It seems like the wrestling families, the legacies, because he's part of the whole, uh, what was it, the Rotunda R- family? Rotunda and, and um, Wyndham. Wyndham, right. His so, name's Wyndham Rotunda. So. Yeah. So that family's heading that way. So I don't. I wouldn't be surprised to see Bray Wyatt end up over there. Now, will it be Bray Wyatt? Will it be The Fiend? Will it be another repackage? You know, obviously, it's not going to be The Fiend. I- but it could be dark, something like that. I don't see either of them in AEW. I don't think I either see of them. one more than the other. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't think either of them makes sense. I think those are WWE guys through and through. Um, Jason, Justin, Tucker. Would you like to see those guys back in WWE? Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan. You said Daniel Bryan. You'd like to see wrestle somewhere. Definitely Bray Wyatt. Okay. Come back as something. Uh, and Braun Strowman, I, I liked I, I liked his story originally. I liked his story as it was coming up. Um, yeah, I'd like to see them both. If I heard that music, <laughs> whatever, I'd, I'd pop. 
Yes. Pop for it. As, long, as long as they don't put the little train, um, you know, sounds when he goes running around the. Uh, no, I don't know about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was. Give her to the train. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Since we're talking about music and stuff, let me throw this in there because <clears throat> uh, we're, we're. I don't want to slam AEW. AEW puts on a good product. It's exciting to watch. It's fun. And I think, like CM Funk said, we're going to see in the next couple weeks. They got a, a kickoff show and another pay-per-view coming up so on Labor Day weekend. So we'll see. Um, the theme music of Roman Reigns. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I like the new theme music, um, but I don't like the little keyboard interlude that's in the middle that makes it sound like it's a two-year-old playing with a toy. Listen carefully if you haven't heard it before. You'll hear this, this big impounding music and then you'll hear I'm like god damn I don't I'm sorry I don't like it <laughs> I can't do it I'll be honest I hadn't even noticed it well maybe yeah. it's so faint that you don't now I'm never gonna not notice it yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to the Roman when it gets into that middle part you hear I'm like dude this is not a kid walking through the park this is supposed to be Roman Reigns I hate the I actually hate the Roman Reigns music period I don't think he should I don't like it, it. really I think he needed to do something. I think that the old music that was basically a spinoff of the S.H.I.E.L.D. music, it was good for him. Um, But this one sort of sets him apart a little more as an independent, you know, not the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Right. I don't mind the change. I just just wish it was different music. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten used to the first part. I just don't like... Now, Maria and Mike Kanellis, their music came back somewhere. Peace to the gray. I've sang it on a couple of podcasts, but uh, you know, but and Maria Canales is. I think they're both in AEW. Um, I'm sorry, Ring of Honor right Ring now. Of Honor, yeah. Which actually, before we talk about SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor had a pay per view scheduled for Florida, and they moved it because of all this COVID Delta variant stuff. They moved it back to Philadelphia, in the in the old ECW arena, the 2300 arena, which Ooh. has more germs than anything, probably, because <laughs> it's a bingo hall. Anyway. Yeah, but you know what to expect when you go in there. So. It, well, you do. It's a shithole. I mean, no offense, but it is. It's, it's, it's a wrestling history, but it's a shithole. Um, okay. Anyway. But, so before we talk about SummerSlam, any other tangents, any other AEW, Ravens, Orioles, uh, CM Punk, CM Funk, uh, any other tangents before SummerSlam? No? Ready for SummerSlam. Ready for SummerSlam. We're ready for it on Saturday night, August 20th from Las Vegas, Nevada, the Allegiant Stadium. Let's see how many tickets they actually sell because when I looked on Ticketmaster, um, there was still a good amount available. So not a lot of people. I think Vegas is a bad spot, man, for wrestling. I don't know why they chose to go there. Well, I mean, apparently there's a UFC fight that night, too. There is. So they were trying to, like, bank off of that. Mm -hmm. But who... Who live is going to go to both events? Like I'm going to go to MGM Grand and eat dinner and gamble and go to the UFC fight. Well, and the UFC fights take forever. You don't know yeah. how long they're going to be. That you know, card's going like, to be all night long, and right. the main event will be at midnight, uh, Eastern Standard Time. You know about UFC. You know all about that. Of course, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're going to start giving away tickets or make them cheaper. Or, but it's like, especially with this Delta variant creeping up, it's not a, a, a great destination to go take your family and your kids to cross the country or wherever you're going to go or to come out of California where a lot of them are that's going to be, I don't know they might have to start moving some people around when they get to that stadium so they have camera angles, I don't know we'll see, alright Summer, shit, sorry, Summer Slam okay I know um, a couple of the matches but um, remind me if there are more because 
I, like every match yeah. is a main event. Apparently. I'm gonna be honest, you're gonna probably know better than the rest of us. I just uh, <laughs> found it like a picture of a collage earlier, and I was like, okay, let's do this. So, all right, SummerSlam. This is a uh, the first big pay per view other than Money in the Bank in front of a big live audience. This is a big stadium show. I know WrestleMania they did half, you know, social distancing, two nights instead of one, all that stuff, which was great. This one, I don't know. We're gonna see, but. There's a lot of surprises that could happen at SummerSlam. There's a lot of these names we're talking about tonight that could end up. You never know. They could be shooting the wad on all of them. All right. First, let's talk about this might be on the kickoff. I don't know. But the Usos are defending the Tag Team Championships of SmackDown, I think. Right. Against the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray. So this storyline's been going on for a while. Um, So I'm going to go around the table, and I'm just going to ask, what do you think of the match, and who do you think is going to win? Big Ugly. I'm going to take the Usos on this. Okay. Yeah. Is it just me, or does it seem like Ray and Dominic are hitting for a break? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's when it was coming around to yeah. me. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to take the Usos on it. I'm always looking for somebody to stab somebody in the back. That's my yeah. favorite thing. J- Jason, Justin, Tucker, what do you think? I'm going to take the Usos as well. Okay. I like Ray. I like his son. Okay. But I think the way they're going to go is they're going to break him up because okay. of the loss. I'm pretty sure the son's going to get mad. You think the son will turn on Ray? Yeah, I think he's going to be like. I mean, it has to be the son. <laughs> you're, you're you're holding me back. Such yeah. such. Come on, you don't well, want I, a fifty-year-old Ray Mysterio. I say all of a sudden, I want a Ray Mysterio heel turn. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> I would that would shock the hell out of me. That would, yeah. Go ahead, Jason. I didn't realize how much I wanted that. <laughs> Sorry. No, I I don't watch SmackDown as much. Maybe a match or two, but. I hear the story because they re- they say what happened on SmackDown on sure. Raw. So uh, the way they're running it, you're I watching hate. the wrong one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. But no. It might get better on Friday, so uh, trust me. Okay, uh, CM Funk. Yep, what they all said. Okay, <laughs> and I agree. But I, you know, like yes, one going to turn on the other. The obvious thing is for Dominic to turn on Ray, but I would love to see. Go the other way, Ray to turn on Dominic just to shock everybody, and then Ray to take a bow out, and then just have um, Dominic on his own building sympathy for himself coming up to uh, work in the mid card. So that's, I hate to say it that way, but what else is going to be? All right, here's the next match I have on my collage of SummerSlam. Uh, like I said, I'm going to put uh, images of all the SummerSlam posters up, and it's going to be great. It's going to be pretty cool. It's, it's been like 35 years of SummerSlam now, so. Long, long time. 30-some years. Can I just... All right, you just got a tangent? It's on my mind. I got a tangent. Okay. All right. I apologize no. for everybody. But, uh, Why? So, SummerSlam. They call it, like, like the Summer's WrestleMania. It's the number two big show. And, and Sure. I, yeah. And well, that, yeah. No more BS. Does anybody else completely disagree besides me? Like, to me, SummerSlam is, like doesn't even register on my radar, except for the fact that WWE pushes it so hard. I could care less about SummerSlam. It has never done anything for me since day one. I, I would much rather watch Royal Rumble. That's I would the best much, one. Yeah, Amen to that. Right. Yeah. I, WrestleMania, obviously, is WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I even like Survivor Series better. When when they get to Survivor Series matches. Right. SummerSlam, whatever. It's just a pay-per-view in the middle of summer. They've done some cool things at SummerSlam, but i got to agree with you at this point. Go ahead. So I, I feel that way about Survivor Series. Okay, that's fine. I feel yeah. like SummerSlam... Yeah. SummerSlam to me will actually uh, it can change the game like they can change storylines or they can take stuff in a different direction. Survivor Series to me it just don't make sense. Like I, uh, 
I don't like the whole team thing. They, they do team Raw and See, see now, being an 80s, you know, yeah. wrestling guy and all, yeah. like, Survivor Series to me makes perfect sense. You know, yeah. When it's done the correct way. Right. Yeah. Not like it's done for the last, like, five to ten years. Okay. Where it's just yeah. been just another pay-per-view. When they actually do it with the actual Survivor Series teams and they build storylines up to them, it makes perfect sense. But since WWE forgot how to make a storyline out yeah. of anything, I, know, I guess that's why it sucks now. Yeah, so. SummerSlam has some spots in it, but as a whole show, as a, as a whole, it's not okay. as impressive. Jason, Justin, Tucker, what do you think about SummerSlam? I still enjoy it. Okay. Do you think it's, do you think it's number two to WrestleMania? No. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Oh, Thank you. I wanted to make sure I wasn't yeah. just like it's some WrestleMania. Out there. Literally, it is Royal Rumble WrestleMania. But because <laughs> WrestleMania is WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania Royal Rumble. I got you. Then down a lot. Okay. Right. Okay. Even though yeah. we probably look more forward to watching the Royal Rumble than exactly. anything else every year, and we talk about like who could be number one, number thirty, who could I'll win. Be honest, I looked more forward to watching Great Balls of Fire than I did SummerSlam. Whatever year that was. <laughs> Just because of the name. <laughs> what about Capital Punishment in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Jason, Justin, sorry. Tucker, do me a favor. Hit that light on that wall right there for me. Thank you. Right. I apologize. A, Thank you guys for the tangent. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we shed some I, light I, on I, the summer. I summer don't subject. feel like I'm completely out there. You know? You're not. It's no. the biggest party of the summer. No. It's not. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just talk about this random pay-per-view uh, that they throw in there, and they call it SummerSlam. Okay. Um, so there's another match. Uh, Seth Rollins... Versus Edge, um, this this feud has been building for a, a couple months. Uh, it's a little bit. Uh, you know, we got the older Hall of Fame veteran against the younger Seth Rollins. Uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one match. Doesn't really have any implications. But I'll go back around the table this way. Big ugly. Uh, Who's gonna win? What do you think about the match? Does it intrigue you at all? Not really. Okay. But um, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go for Edge. Okay. Yeah, I think Edge. No title on the line this time, so yeah. makes sense. What do you think about it, Jason Justin Tucker? Um, I'll go with Edge. Okay. Any specific reason why, or any anything you want to see out of this match, or just just been his fan since day one. Okay. Good. Nothing wrong. With, how about you? I I am gonna CM go. Punk. I'm I'm gonna go against the grain. I am gonna take Seth Rollins here. It's the um, drip, isn't it? It is, because because <laughs> he is he's he's the real drip. Screw John Morrison. Sorry. Hey. Um. Yeah, I, I actually have been intrigued by this storyline. Um, I like the way they built it by planting the seeds prior to uh, the last pay-per-view. Sure. And um, I, I think it's the right way to build a feud. So um, I, I actually have enjoyed this. And I, I do like Seth Rollins to win this because I think Edge now is really just going to play the part of putting guys over and stuff. Not that Seth Rollins needs to be put over. But, right. but I'm more intrigued to see down the line Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns than I am to see Edge Roman Reigns again. So. Okay. Is this a one-off or is this a feud? Yeah, how many more pay-per-views till Survivor Series? So Three or um, four? Yeah, so it's a good chance this will be, you know, a feud. So... <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with Edge. Uh, I, I think if they, if we want to push uh, Seth Rollins a little bit more in his, you know, newest character, they could. Um, I'll, I'll be okay if he wins, but I, I think that uh, you know, for the fans' sake, for the, for the pop, you know, this, this will be, this one will be for Edge. Um, I, 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 either way it goes, I'm okay with it though. Um, so that's that match. Um, I think they just signed a, a U.S. title match. Sheamus is uh, defending the U.S. title against Damian Priest. Thank you. Yes. Right, because uh, yeah, because he was talking about oh yeah, we did this bad bunny thing at WrestleMania, blah blah blah. And I think they were in. Uh, I think the I think the match was Miz and Morrison were outside with the dripsticks, and then the Miz got up out of the wheelchair and he's not crippled anymore, something like that. Yeah. So, 
We'll, we'll start with you since you mentioned uh, Sheamus or Damian Priest, U.S. title. I uh, don't care. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Jason Justin Tucker. Um, I say Damian Priest should win it. Because I feel he's going to actually defend it at least twice. Okay. More than Sheamus. Be a good push for him. Sheamus has been around 10 years, so why not give somebody else a shot? I, uh, just to clarify, I do like both guys, but okay. just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I don't know where Damian Priest is from, but again, you got two guys that are at, live outside the country fighting for the U.S. title. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Damian He's Priest Puerto is Rican. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican yeah. right? Okay, so yeah, so that makes a perfect sense for the U.S. title. But well, Puerto Rico's yeah, kind of yeah, like it's a U.S. Yeah, it's a U.S. territory. Yeah, yeah, U.S. ish. U.S. ish. Hey, the Usos are day one ish. They they are. Big Ugly, what do you think about that match? Yeah, one um, with Sam. He don't care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is there an Intercontinental title match? Is there an Intercontinental uh, title? Apollo I think is where you should have ended that. <laughs> Apollo! He's got that whole big African king gimmick or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> Moving on. I thought um, like the gimmick started off strong, and it's kind of just fizzled a bit, but yeah. I, I at least... Yeah, like when, when, when they stopped having, like, competition for him, like, it yeah, kind of yeah, hurts. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got Baba Tunde or whatever his name is, Prince Aziz or Commander Aziz. Sorry, thank you, Commander Aziz. Um, I might be missing some matches. I'm not sure. Uh, there, I don't know if they're gonna do uh, uh, tag team titles with AJ and Omos or Almost or whatever the hell his name is. I, I think they're getting ready to build that to the RK Bro thing. I hope I, so. I would like to spend a whole segment just on RK Bro if we could. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Cause, but I. Uh, they That's are, fun stuff. They are fun. They are fun. <laughs> what do you think about RK Bro? I like RK Bro. I think it's good. I think Riddle has like really come into his own with Amen this RK Bro that. thing. Like, dude, dude, Riddle is the biggest pop week in and week out yeah, of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he comes up backstage on a scooter, he gets a pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and just a perfect, I guess, dichotomy between those two. You know, uh, perfect. How about you, uh, Big uh, Jason, Justin Tucker? What do you think about? Uh, um, I liked it. Um. I mean, RK bro. Yeah, I liked when they were together, and I know Riddle was trying to sell, but he was smiling after he got the RKO. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, he was it's proud. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's I, know I, I just know. Randy Orton was smiling because he came into the ring. Riddle was smiling because he got yeah. it. Yeah, because I could. He was like flailing, but yeah. his head was sideways, and he had a big old grin. He's like, I got RKO'd. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like they're building RK Bro to like defeat Omos and and AJ yeah. and all. I like, think that's per- it's great. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that would it's, be awesome. It's, it's over. Like, yeah, run with it. Run with it. Exactly. Come on, WWE. You make make it at the hour yeah. segment. And do it's it. your only over to <laughs> right. <laughs> or on Raw. Raw. On Raw, right? Um, uh, speaking of Raw, uh, no, let's not. the Raw Women's <laughs> Championship again. Uh, let's Nick, not. I, I can't. It's on the card. We gotta go. Nikki A.S.H., almost a superhero, defending in a triple threat match. We love those against uh, Rhea Ripley and your favorite. Char- Actually, Charlotte's been impressing you a little bit more recently. Yeah, I do. The I, story I hate that is you keep coming back to me, but yeah, Charlotte. Well, you're uh, part but, of the gang here, dude. If if RK Bro has been carrying Raw basically by itself, Charlotte's been the only other small little bright spot in all, which is so hard and pains me to say, but. She, when she takes over that that role of just being like a badass, essentially, it's perfect for her. Mm-hmm. And like she just needs to stick with it. Does she win the title back for the twelfth time? No. 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 Does Rhea Ripley win it back for the second time? 
they need to get the title off of Nikki Cross, unfortunately. I'm sad to say, but that, uh, that the, almost a superhero gimmick is just not working. I like her. I do, too. I, I think just, it's fun. It's it's, it's no Molly Holly. Or no, Holly. it's not, yeah. but it's something fun for her to do. Jason Justin Tucker, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I believe... Um, I believe Ripley's going to win. Okay. Does she win it as a heel or as a face? Does, does, it, does it matter how she wins it? Because it's does a triple it, threat match because no rules. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I, just, I, I think she's just going to win it, and that's going to spur Charlotte to be more of a badass, try and beat Rhea Ripley at her own game. Okay. Can, can I just say, before you answer Big Ugly at all, because uh, I know you're itching and dying to get yeah. in on this. He's itching. But, um, like, is it sad, though, that no matter who wins or loses this match... It's still going to be the same three people involved in the women's raw women's title because there's nobody else left to feud over it. Well, that's where I was going to throw in Becky Lynch oh, as a return. Oh, yes. SummerSlam pop before we get to Big Ugly. Do we think? I know you like Becky Lynch. You're a fan of. Uh, yeah. Well, let's go to you. I, 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 let's, first of all, let's talk about the match. Who's going to win? Or do Rhea you Ripley, care? I think, is going to win. I think that they're going to like rekindle. The few mostly between uh, uh, Rhea and Charlotte. Okay. Kind of keep that going. And on SummerSlam, if they want to make it the biggest party of the year, if they want to get a pop out of the 50,000 people, quote-unquote, they're going to be there. Could I mean, Becky Lynch has been backstage at pretty much every event since Money in the Bank. So mm. will she – could that could that happen? Mm. Make a run-in? Oh, no. I, I'm, no I, rules I, I'm, not, listen, I'm not hyping that like the CM Punk thing. I'm going to yeah. say no. Okay. No she got to come back at some point, though. I'll be honest. I does she have to? Becky? I just, I that mean, would be smart I think if she, she did. Will, but, yeah, does she have to? I think you're right. I, I, I see where you're kind of what you're kind of saying with that. But I, I'm actually more intrigued that Becky would come back and somehow interfere or finish the Bianca-Sasha match. Okay. At all. I'd be more intrigued on that line because we've seen Charlotte and Becky how many times? Once, twice, 800 times. Eight times, times you know, Like, like. Like that's where that would go because yeah. it's Vince, you know, and that's what he would do. But put put Becky in with Bianca or put Becky in with Sasha again and all. We haven't seen that overdone. Been a while, you know, right? But it wasn't every single pay per view for like a year, you know. So True. I'd be more intrigued there. Okay, and I think uh, I I like the Nikki Ash gimmick. I think it's fun. I don't know if it's got lasting power. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it's fun for the championship picture. I think it would be more fun for uh, a middle card if there is a middle card for women. Um, but uh, I, I don't I don't know if she'll come out of this. It, it will almost make sense if she did overcome the odds one more time. But I feel like she needs more comedy for the staying power. That's that's like, why I say put her in the mid card, let her do it. Yeah, without the title. Yeah, yeah, like the hurricane was. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let let her do yeah. some backstages. Let her get involved in the twenty four seven picture or whatever. Oh, Reginald, we we totally stopped talking. While Reginald had one name, they couldn't take a name away from him. So now they just took half of his name away and they're calling him Reggie. Um, <laughs> he is the twenty four seven champion. He's doing acrobatics. I see looks on faces around the table here at the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Do we even need to talk about Reggie anymore? I don't know why we started. I just was <laughs> mentioning it because we started talking about something, and I don't even know why I brought it up. I mean, it is your show, too. But it's yeah. all of our show. But it's Reggie, man. It's fun to watch him flip around in the ring. Anyway, you brought it up, so let's talk about uh, Charlotte versus... I'm sorry, not Charlotte. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, who is a SmackDown Women's Champion. This is for the title. This is a... Um, 
the one of the six main events of SummerSlam. It was the main event of night one of WrestleMania. Uh, does Bianca keep the title? Does she lose it? Do we have Becky Lynch or somebody else? Big Ugly, we'll start with you. Uh, listen, that's a good question. I'm going to say Bianca retains. Okay. But, I mean, she's kind of retained for a while now. She's been champion since when? Since WrestleMania. I'm going to say Bianca loses. Oh. Oh, we got to change. Yeah, we, yeah we're going to change. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, See, things change sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it could be fresh to have Sasha Banks. I'm not a huge Sasha Banks person, but whatever. Okay. Jason Justin Tucker? Well, I think it would be good for Bianca to lose it. Okay. And eventually get it back and maybe... Becky runs in and wins it from um, Banks at some point. Okay. Becky could. Inv- I mean, a lot of people might not during, expect... Not during SummerSlam, but, you know... Later, later on, later. maybe SmackDown or yeah, whatever. SmackDown. Okay. And it would make sense for her to be on SmackDown with her husband, Seth Rollins. You know, you never know. Um, what do you think, CM Punk? Gosh, I, I really... I was all ready to go with the Sasha Banks thing, and, like, she's going to win it because Bianca's not over, and I can't stand the Bianca Belair character anyway and all. But now I want to sit here and change it and say Bianca's going to win. I don't know why, other than just because. So, <laughs> But ultimately, no, I... I, I I, I, I still can't stand the Bianca Belair character. What if she went back to more of her NXT character? I'd be fine with that. It'll never happen, but what if perfect. it happened? If she's going to stay <laughs> the character she it is... It needs she, to happen. Right. Because yeah. if she stays the character she is, she needs to chase, not be the champion. Yeah. Because so. she's a little too over right now. Yeah. And this is this is the kind of Nikki ASH Two thing. Things. I'm just going to go back. Because Nikki ASH is talking about, oh, you know, you got to believe in yourself and all this. It's, a, it's way too much. But at this point, I don't like the Bianca Belair who's smiling. Because when she was a badass bitch in NXT, by pardon my language for the NXT universe, or I'm sorry, the uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling universe, Oh, by the way, do you see that thing where it said the WWE Universe has been released on your yes. future endeavors? Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> WWE has come to terms with the universe. We wish you well on your future endeavors. It's going to come to that, people. Um, no, but I would like to see Bianca go full heel, man. She's been up long enough. She got her shine at WrestleMania. She's been the champion. It's good. If she's right, face needs to chase. Yeah. But if she's going to keep the title, let her do something really heel to keep the title. And, and she could turn heel if if she would win over Sasha. Sasha doesn't have any claim to really fight her again because she's lost at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Too, right. And all. So then you could have Becky Lynch come out, and Becky Lynch is going to be over. We all know she's going to be the face. She's going to be the Stone Cold. She's going to get the pop and everything. That could make enough. Maybe Bianca gets jealous, turns heel, you know, and then you have. Becky and Bianca with a heel Bianca. Becky is the face. Run with that all there you the go. or whatever, yeah. you know. So that'll go for a while. Okay. I mean it's mildly intriguing. That's more intriguing than the other women's title match, I think, at this point. Um, so we're gonna see about that. Um all right. If I'm missing something, let me know. But we'll talk about the two championship matches as we go into um, the latter part of our podcast here. Um, let's start with uh, the Universal. Actually, let's not start with that one. Let's no, start with the other please. one. Let's, no, let's start with the Universal. We have to end with the WWE Championship. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. You, we said we had stuff to talk about oh, on yes. that one. And, we, and we, that's we, for Mikey Mike, too. For Mikey Mike, Frock Lesnar, we'll put that on there, too, because you know we might be talking about something that rhymes with that. All right, let's talk about the Universal Championship first. So, 
Roman Reigns, who is the champion? Who Big Ugly does not care for the music at this point in time. Yeah, no. Okay. I like um, the change, just the music. The music ain't Could have been cooler. Okay. But and he's so. got his uh, you know associate Paul Heyman with him. And he's taking on a returning John Cena after a very entertaining contract signing where um, it was supposed to be... Roman Reigns said no initially to John Cena, but then he said yes to Finn Balor. So Finn Balor actually came in to sign a contract. Baron Corbin screwed the pooch on everybody, and then uh, John Cena came in and signed the contract when uh, Finn Balor was knocked out by Baron Corbin, which was very interesting. Um, so because John Cena signed it in a Sharpie, Cena, C-E-N-A, um, that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to start with you, CM Funk. We're going to go around the table. Who do you think is going to win? Is there going to be an interference? Is it going to be clean? Is this a one-off? What's the deal? Tangent. Uh, Damn it! Did it <laughs> you should have said that. Okay. Did, well, it, it has to do with John Cena. All right. Yeah, anybody watched the Suicide Squad yet? Yes. Did. Yes. Oh, we all did. Oh, okay. Wow. I'm impressed. A peacemaker. All, all four of us. Yeah. John Cena stole the movie for me. You <laughs> know, like he like, stole I hate, something. Yeah, I hate to say that, but to me, he stole the movie. Hated the movie. Talk about penises in the, the field. Yeah. It's so funny. All right, so we have to talk hits. about the Suicide Squad for a second. Why don't we do that? Not right we... now, but... All right. Oh, you want to do it now? Let's do it now while right. we're talking about Freaking it. Freaking tangent. Why tangent. not? Yeah. All right, so I agree. Cena was great okay. in the movie. Um, shockingly, because I'm not a huge fan of his as an actor. Like, yeah. seeing him in Fast and Furious, I wasn't that impressed, but I think he did good. Um, you hated it, which is crazy, because I don't know if you know, but like this Suicide Squad is ranked, as far as critical ratings... Up there with uh, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse as like the top-rated superhero movies. I didn't care for that either. Ever. So, <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that one, but this Suicide Squad. Why did you not like this one? I thought it was the original movie. I thought it was the first Suicide Squad movie, just done with some different characters. I mean, it was ultimately the same thing. You had uh, Idris Elba as um, uh, Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah. Who was essentially all he was, Deadshot? Right. He yeah, was Deadshot. Deadshot, Deadshot repackaged. Uh, right. Yeah. You had Harley Quinn, who was just Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah all right. So Captain Flag ended up being the uh, the Rick Flag ended up being the Boomerang character from the first movie. Okay. In, in a sense, since Boomerang uh, spoilers, Boomerang got knocked off right off. Yeah. You know, yes. first five minutes. <laughs> So and what do you think is going to happen to Flag and Suicide Squad? We all saw it. No spoilers. Well, and then and then the uh, the big bad at the end ended up just being a big bad that they all had to overcome. I mean, essentially, that's what the Suicide Squad is. I, yeah. I get it. You know, I've read the comics. You know, that kind of thing. So, I, but like, I was expecting so much more out of James Gunn with what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy because Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite phenomenal. Marvel movie, the first one, and all. And I thought, okay, just bring a little bit of that in here, and you've got. You know, great stuff. It's got to be an improvement. To me, it ended. It just ended up being the same exact movie, just in a little different place with a different big bad, but basically the same storyline. Okay, I see. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think just with like more comedy than the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah. there um, was a little lighter tone. Yes. I think the. I think with me with this one, I think because the Marvel universe has connected so much that I have become very used to things connecting the universes. And I think in the first one, you had more notable characters, like your Harley Quinn, your Deadshots, Batman was in it, yeah, right, your Joker. Right, yeah. It seemed to like bring the universe together, but this one felt like very detached with, you know, mostly unknown. I yeah. mean, Polka Dot Man, I never heard of Peacemaker. Like, yeah, yeah, like who are these people? You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Agree with and, that. Yeah. And so, and the with shark. this one. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. King Shark, I didn't know. You know, yeah, I knew, yeah, we him, knew that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt like I felt like I, I, I don't understand the hype 
I'm missing the hype for this movie because yeah. I don't know if you guys know, but this movie's like hyped up. Like, yeah, big time. Everybody's loving. Everybody's saying, "Oh, it's great! It's great!" James Gunn changing, and I'm just like, I'm not impressed. No, I wasn't. I'm yeah. not impressed. I think people um, are just jumping on the train. That's all it is. I don't I, know if they I think it's themselves. Yeah, they're just jumping. On yeah, the they're seeing the already. They're like, "Oh, everybody likes it. I like it too." You yeah, know, yeah, it's like, well, they, yeah. they see. I think you see James Gunn's name attached to it, right. and you automatically you got thinking, expectations. Right, it's going to be something. Complete departure, and to me, it wasn't. It was the same, same exact movie. Same yeah. movie. You're right. What do you a think, little, Jason? A little lighter humor. Yeah. Do you like it? I liked it. I I, I like the way they switched. Um, well, quote unquote, bad guys. Peacemaker sort of kind of turned heel there. Yeah, right. right. Basically, a... he kind of turned heel because he's all about complete justice. No matter what it takes, yeah. he said he'll kill a child if yeah, he has yeah, to or whatever. Yeah, so he was. So he Which was is good the for heel. John Cena to say, by the way. Yeah, he was. So he became the heel. Yeah. And then, uh, the Deadshot guy killed him. Mm-hmm. And then the really big bad came out. So starfish, yeah. big yeah. ass starfish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Starfish. And I, I, I think I think the starfish got me. Like it, it was. It, it reminded me of like Ghostbusters or something. It was just the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, and that it was kind of the same thing in the first movie. You you had the witch, and like she just grew to be, or became the, or was the demon, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And all. It was brother, like this yeah. big, you know, yeah. giant, you know, thing, yeah. and all. And it, like that's what I said to me. It was just like it was just all they did was rehash the first movie and just change the characters you. and stuff and all. But yeah, but I, but I, I did like the peacemaker kind of the the heel turn or face turn. I'm, right. I'm not sure since he was a heel to start. It's kind of weird, but like I, I enjoyed that yeah. part. Like that was something different. So least, I know. heard that the original James Gunn idea was to have the Suicide Squad face an evil Superman. Mm. Okay. And what for this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I think I might be more interested in that. Yeah. Superman might have been way out of their league. I'm not sure if that. <laughs> yeah. Would have would have panned out, but <laughs> well. I mean, it kind of reminds you if, if everybody's seen Justice League, uh, yeah, yes. the Snyder Cut. Yeah, so it's like yeah. watching all the heroes. It's like they got to go up against an evil Superman. So watching Suicide Squad, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. They're disposable right, against right. Superman. Yeah, right. They're they're the B level group against the B level villain. Yeah, yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And I mean, they already said Bloodsport took Superman down anyway. I mean, right. that's his introduction. Right. Right. You know. So right. now, do y'all see the end of the credits? Y'all yeah. watch through. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, they're setting up for. Well, Peacemaker is supposed to be a, a show, show on HBO well, Max. HBO, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, that's where I watched it. And uh, since you've been pimping HBO Max for the, for the last uh, yeah. nine months, yeah. I'm on the bandwagon yeah. now. Yeah. It's um, good, isn't on it? On my yeah. own damn bandwagon, yeah. man. I'm telling you. And look, yeah. Dune will be coming there. I know, yeah. man. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to that one, too. I'm, I'm going to go, go to theaters. But, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll watch <laughs> it in the theater. But, I, you know, HBO Max is... I'm set up real close to my TV. HBO Max is the bomb, man. I've been watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I've been watching A Different World. Have you watched the Harley Quinn animated series yet? Uh, it's on my list. All right, you got to watch it. You it's told too, me about that. It's, it's fantastic. It I'm ready. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, uh, I gotta say, I, I like Margot Robbie. Uh, I, I like her. I think she's funny. Yeah, she was. She's she, was I, she did. What she's she, she did her Quinn's job. Harley Quinn's great. She, she does Harley a great Quinn. job. As she's perfect. Yeah. So yeah. that that was a tangent because we were talking yeah. about Sorry. John Cena. That's okay. Yeah. Thank but you. Before yeah. we. Before so, as my answer for the Universal Championship Wait, match. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> before we get there, let me just side, <laughs> sidebar real quick. We're in the last stretch of Star Wars, the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. Yes. What did you think of this last episode? Uh, I'm, I'm loving it. Loving okay. it. There have been some down moments, definitely. Absolutely. Hello. Hello, Jesse O. Ryan, you are on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast once again. How you doing, brother? That was a weird transition. I am doing good, man. <laughs> it feels really good to hear... 
you say that. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and I, that's that's good. I'll be uh, I'll be kind of saying that, uh, you know, working back with you. I don't know if I can work that in. Working as a referee with a mask. Uh, we we were gonna um we were talking about. <laughs> We were talking about Suicide Squad, and they were going to talk about the two main events of SummerSlam, but somehow we ended up in Star Wars, so I, that's where the transition I thought we were going into. Uh, I'm on board. We can... Uh, any of the three. Okay. Um, let's, let's All right. Before we go, keep that Star Wars tangent before yeah. the main event, but let's just talk to Jesse. Jesse, how you doing? How's the family? How are you, sir? Uh, I am good. Uh, we are all good here. Um, you know, just trying to... Uh, get by and, and, and keep everybody uh, safe and happy and healthy and so far succeeding at that. So, uh, so yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jesse. On the Star Wars. Say no. Wow. Let the man talk. This is the hardest working man in independent wrestling. This is what he is, right? He's actually the hardest working man in life, as far as I'm concerned, right here. Um, th- this man has a wife, kids of his own, fostering kids. He's doing all kinds of good stuff, so I love it. Um, anyway. So Jesse O, Ryan. Yes. Um, we're like quick. a D. Uh, Thank you, Senior. Yeah, dirty. Dirty. Senior. Senior. <laughs> the senor dirty Senior. Right, Senior Dirty. I like that. Um, right. That makes me almost sound Mexican. Um, senior Dirty. Anyway, um, so Jesse O, Ryan. Uh, the world is coming back little by little here. Uh, independent wrestling's coming back. I did shout out to EWA having Evolution on September 10th, um, and. Yep. Uh, you know, we've uh, to be working on that show. We all got to be fully vaccinated, which is great. And I'm hoping that you know, with everything happening in the world, we talk about uh, masks in the crowd. We'll get to that. But how are you feeling coming back after this uh, year and a half off? Are you getting back into ring shape? Are you looking forward to working in the ring? And and what do you have to tell us about independent wrestling as a whole at this point in time? Just throw it out there. Oh man, I don't know if I can I can speak on behalf of independent wrestling as a whole because I I just haven't really been doing any uh, in the last year and a half. So yeah, I, I am I am slowly working myself back into uh, to ring shape. Um, I tried not to let myself go too much in in the uh, the, the first never only wrestling off season. <laughs> um, uh, so some 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 things came up. Turns out I. Uh, I, I let myself get up, get beat up a little too many times, and uh, dealing with some some back problems that are mostly sorted out now. Uh, but that's been a big part of how I've been spending my time uh, away from the ring is is trying to get that in 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 good shape here. Okay. Um, so so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, getting back in and and you know getting to to see some. You know, faces in the crowd, whether they're smiling or not, or I can't tell. That's that's fine. You know, one way or another. Hopefully, I'll 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 hear some reactions. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 you know I'm looking forward to it. I'm I haven't you know taken too many bumps in the last year and a half, so that you know first big one coming back is probably not going to be the the greatest thing in the world. But uh, yeah. they never are. So my so, yeah. my, uh, my legs were. Uh hurting for a good 24 to 48 hours after that. Uh, talk, we always tell, telling the boys about, uh, you know, I got back in the ring and started doing some referee movements, and uh, I'm definitely not in ring shape either. Um, 
But, but you look good doing it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm doing squats. This is what you told me. You're, you're my you teacher. Go. So That's right. between uh, Saul telling me doing stretching and Hero, you know, t- telling me not to hit, you know, break my hand on the mat, um, and you telling me to do squats, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty good when it gets to September 10th. Senior Miguel Dirty is, uh, is gonna do good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we were talking about before. Um, we had brought you in. I, I just got the call, and I knew you're a busy man, so I wanted to bring you in. We were talking about uh, SummerSlam. We got up to the two main events and started talking about John Cena. Then we went on a tangent for Suicide Squad. Um, okay. And we're going to talk about Star Wars in a minute. But did you see Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay. Did you like it? Wait. Do, 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 do you, do you, do you mean, did I see Suicide Squad, or did I see The Suicide Squad? Oh, okay. It's the The movie. Which one is the one now? The. The. the? Yeah. Did you see The? The is... Is the is is the James Gunn? Okay, that, that's the difference. Okay, well, that's one of the differences. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did, yeah, yeah. Did you see the? In the titles. That's the difference. <laughs> yes, I have seen the Suicide Squad. I've the. seen both. I, what, I, yeah. what did you think? Um, I, I guess uh, you know I'm I'm in uh, sort of a minority in that I didn't I didn't hate the 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 first one. Um, I agree. I, I didn't I, I didn't particularly love it, but it was you know I. I didn't have a whole lot of high hopes for for a Suicide Squad movie anyway. Right. Um, okay. So so it, it I, I went in with low expectations and it was slightly better than I expected it to be. Okay. Uh, this 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 last one, the Suicide Squad, was fantastic. Oh. In, in pretty much every way. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't think I have any major complaints about it. Okay. Did you like John Cena's part in the movie? You know what, we can skip. Some I definitely <laughs> no. enjoyed John Cena's part in the movie. Okay. Did you watch all the way through the credits? Yes. Okay, good. So we're all on the same page here. Um, we have a couple of yeah. mixed reactions here from the Dirty Ugly, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans of everything. So yeah. No, we're right. No, yeah. it's right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not right. Yeah. No, Jesse, before you came on, we were having a conversation. Uh, myself and CM Funk were not big fans of this this new one. Um, and really? I, yeah, I mean, I've just been feeling like it, it was a bit overhyped. And... Um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. it. You know, it had more humor in it, so it's like you know I know that you know a lot of fans tend to like the lighter stuff. Like that's kind of what Marvel has been really successful at. Um, but yeah, I, I just yeah I wasn't a fan. I think the expectations were like uh, CM Funk was saying a little earlier. James Gunn, you got the expectation of oh this is going to blow everybody away. It's going to be real different. Um, but and they made it a big deal. I mean, that was a big part of the, all the promos. James Gunn, James Gunn. You know, I'm like, is that Billy? Yeah. You know, Billy Gunn's brother? I don't know. No, it's not. But it's um, you know, but that's good. It's it's different things for different audiences, and uh, that, that's totally cool. Now, but now let's just tangent on to Star Wars. Where were you two going with the Star Wars conversation? Uh, well, I was actually seeing Funk if he because I know from our last podcast he was a big fan of the Bad Batch. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the Bad Batch is about to wrap up here on this next <laughs> one Friday. Yeah. But they did part one, and so I was asking him what he thought of this the as it's wrapping up now. Yeah, a bit big big fan of the Bad Batch since uh, episode one. I'm not going to say every episode was great. There were some slower episodes and stuff like that, but I like how they're wrapping things up um, with the with the two parter and all. I think it's um, definitely leading into a second season, which you know, fortunately, they own it, so they can do as many seasons as they want. Yeah. Okay. okay. Jesse, are you are you watching the Bad Batch currently? I have not been watching the Bad Batch. I, okay. I am curious about it, and and was. Uh, I seriously thought about watching it and I just it's hard to find time with all the other 
He's yeah. busy man. Shows and 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 twenty five hours of wrestling every week or right. hours <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. okay, you know? That's on the low so, end of yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. And now they have the What If show from Marvel, if you guys have not. Yeah, what I haven't if. had a chance to watch the yeah. first episode. Yeah. Looking forward to That's that. That's pretty good. Good. Okay. And then CM Funk wants me to watch the uh, animated um, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yes. So I got to gotta go back and do that. Um, so Jason, Justin, Tucker, you're over there. Have you been watching uh, any Star Wars things uh, recently? No Star Wars things for me. Okay. Um, just haven't been into it lately. Fair enough. I mean, you know, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have uh, the Obi-Wan Big Ugly and CM Funk will be doing it. You know, getting us back on that. Um, so I got one small tangent of a word that I just want to throw out before we talk about the main events. We're really just delaying talking about these two main events. The word Elias got written down on my paper, and um, the word Elias there. There was a promo on Monday night uh, about um, a minute long. It was Elias. Walking around a campfire, playing his little music, and then he threw the guitar in the fire, and he said, Elias is dead. Um, he said, WWE used to stand for Walk with Elias, and Elias is dead. Um, and this, to me, that was another thing of the WWE got something over that might not necessarily have spent the Bozeman over. One of the biggest over things in the past couple years, a good live audience you know, key in for him to go do something like that, and now is gone. So, is this a repackage? Is this good? Is this bad? I'm going to start with Jesse O'Ryan since he's uh, on the phone. Did you see this? And what do you think about just killing this gimmick that has been over? Yeah, the timing seems really strange on that for me. Like, you could have done that, you know, near the start of the pandemic and then uh, maybe considered bringing it back once the crowds were live. But to wait until through the whole pandemic to keep while they didn't have crowds. Yeah. Uh, to to keep him kind of in that gimmick and then to to throw it away now that they've got live crowds again does does seem a little strange um, and I don't know it just uh, makes me think of like the the, the Mojo Raleigh like uh, mirror promos that he was doing for a while like where it just they've done that with a bunch of people right, lately uh, Alisher Black had had promos and then they just like. They, they film all this stuff for him and then they just cut him loose. <laughs> and yeah. as many people have been getting cut loose lately, uh, you know, I'm maybe even, I'm a little nervous for Elias now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We're all nervous for Elias, it sounds like. Uh, Big Ugly, did you see this? What do you think of this? Yeah, I did. I, I completely agree with Jesse. It's kind of weird. Also, I feel like I think this is the first time we've ever seen Elias without the guitar, right? Yeah. I mean, even NXT, he was NXT, a drifter. Yeah. He walked That's around with it. That's what he does, man. He and plays I, a guitar. I feel like even when he... I feel like even at the height, they never took him as far as he could have gone for like how over he was. Sure. So maybe if they weren't going to take him anywhere, maybe it was time for a repackaging. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Jason, Justin, Tucker, good, bad. <coughs> I'm just gonna wait to see what happens. I mean, okay. I like I like Elias for yeah. for him being annoying and, <laughs> and just trying to. Sing. He could sing, but you know, yeah, he was trying to sing. Um, maybe they stick him back with his old partner. Maybe they, maybe he gets serious and gets back with um. So uh, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, Riker. Jackson. Riker. Jackson Riker. Okay. Maybe. Is he going to go by Samson now? Wasn't that like his original idea for his character? He was going to be Samson, then he, he settled on Elias or something? I think his name was Elias Samson when yeah. he was in NXT. Oh, yeah, but okay. they took All the right. Samson they away because they, they take right. your name away. Yeah. Right. 
What do you think? CM Funk? Yeah, well, you know me. I'm a huge Elias Mark. I know. I, um, love Elias. I, I think it's... If they aren't going to use him properly, I think it's time to either repackage him or um, send him along the way of almost AEW. everybody else in uh, WWE. <laughs> send him to AEW. Uh, you know, send, <laughs> send him future Endeavor him. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I missed the, um, the little promo part and all because... Um, it was past the halfway mark of Raw, and I barely got to that because I can't stand uh, Raw anymore. So, um, so I turned it off. But okay. um, yeah, I, I, I say at this point, let's do something different with Elias. I guess if we're not going to kind of use him to what is actually over for him. So, uh, real quick, can I say this? And I, I ask everybody, including Jesse, their opinion. So, you know, speaking of Vince sending him a long way, Vince, you know, they just had a recording where he sounded like really cocky about, you know, getting rid of people and kind of sending AEW more talent. Do you think is Vince is being too cocky and, you know, maybe way too overconfident in WWE success and like almost being like this unbeatable wrestling company at this point that they can just let anybody go and they'll still just thrive? I think that they're going to thrive no matter what. Nobody's going to put them out of business or even come close to doing that. Um, but I, I think Vince might be on a little bit of a high horse right now. You know, fans are back in the arenas. He's, you know, taking control of pretty much everything in the WWE at this point again. Um, but you, know, I guess like CM Funk said about AEW a while back, we're going to see within the next month or two how well this goes because once the initial shock is over of the live crowd or once the, you know, the masks start coming back in or whatever, you know, things are going to start going backwards. Then we're going to see the staying power, and then we might be right back in the Thunderdome. Who knows? Um, but Vince, Vince being cocky, he's always been cocky, but maybe a little too much at this point, possibly. Um, but uh, CM Funk, uh, you yeah. have an opinion? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's, it's Vince being cocky. I mean, he, he's got the television contracts, the big co- television contracts. Yeah. I mean, Fox and USA are going to be overshadowed TNT's television contract every Forever. day of the week. <laughs> yeah. you know? so, and twice um, on Saturday, apparently. You know, so he's making money hand over fist. Doesn't matter who's working for him, who's not working for him, how many people they get rid of, you know, and all that. So, I don't think it's him being cocky. I, I I think he knows where he stands right now. He knows how long his contract is with these TV, you know, companies. So, so whatever, he's good. You know, he right. He, he's not complaining. Jesse. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the. I don't know if it's. I mean, it, it's the way he worded it is pretty cocky, but at the same time, it's. Vincent McMahon, and that's kind of what we've come to He's always not just expect, but, <laughs> but, but love about him in some ways. Um, but to me, I think it's about, at this point, maybe just differentiating his product. Um, okay. If if uh, th- those those big TV contracts weren't built off of Alistair Black or Bronson Reed or, or, or sure. any of these, uh, Andrade, like, and as much as I love seeing some of those guys do what they do, uh, they're limited when they're doing it at WWE. So the ones that I guess for as much as I don't want to see people losing their jobs, the ones that get picked up and go to AEW are probably going to be happier than they were at WWE. Um, And, and WWE, the juggernaut will probably just keep on going strong, doing the thing that they've been doing that has made them, you know, millions and billions of dollars over the last 40 or whatever years um, I think I think it's to me it's more Vince getting back to what he knows uh, and, and and pushing that as his product um, now that there is somebody to compete with he wants to, to stand out in a different way 
Yeah, and that's a good point, getting back to what he knows, because, you know, what we've been doing for the last year and a half, it was just kind of off the cuff. You know, we just trying to fight through a pandemic. But they stayed on TV. They never went off TV. Um, they did their thing, and, you know, they're going to stick around. So, yeah, um, it, it's a good point, Big Ugly. You know, Vince, uh, maybe he's maybe he's a little on a high horse, or maybe he's just being Vince being Vince, you know, trying to stand out. But in that... In that uh, transition that we got right there talking about Vince talking about him doing what he does this is what he does he puts on main events like this uh now from several minutes ago we'll come back to it John <laughs> that's okay because this is where we wanted Jesse to come in anyway tangent no I'm just damn kidding. you <laughs> um <laughs> Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against John Cena now um I'm gonna start with Big Ugly on this one um does it, does, is this a one-off or a two-off? Do, is there shock value here? Is there interference? Does it does it happen? What the, what happens with this main event match that they have took all this time to build and the summer of Cena and all this other stuff? What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna take Reigns on this. Oh. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't see Cena winning. I think that this is. I don't know if it's necessarily a one-off. I don't. I just don't think it's gonna last. I think. Uh, I think they wait until, like, Lesnar comes back or something. Which we could talk about in the next match, which we're all going to have opinions on. Yeah, Lesnar and Reigns or something. <laughs> like, Lesnar and Reigns. Or I guess that could be also Lesnar. No, but I, but I feel like, you know what, Bobby Lashley is getting Goldberg, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know. He's getting, <laughs> he's getting Goldberg already. Yeah, yeah. Jason Justin Tucker? Um, yeah. um, I see um, Roman Reigns retaining. Okay. But most likely Dirty. Dirty. Okay. Rogue, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cousins coming in, someone coming in. It's just. Is this the main event of the show? Is this the last match on the show? Guys? Heck yeah. yeah. Okay. It's gotta be. Yeah. yeah. It's Cena, John Cena, and Roman Reigns. That, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. there e- even any doubt? I forgot who who's got the movie currently out. Is it Goldberg or John Cena? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Goldberg might be that uh, straight yeah. to streaming uh, thing. Again. Yeah. Again. Who, who's got the real movie out? Um, <laughs> Sam Funk, your opinion? Who's gonna win? Roman Reigns. Okay, that, that's it. That's it. Um, here, here, uh, I'm, I agree with all of you, and we're gonna get to Jesse in a second. But here's something that could happen. Since Ric Flair just asked for his release, that which if I don't want to hear this. No, right listen here. to it. You know where I'm going with it because you know I love to throw the. I love to stir the pot because he just asked for his release. Vince would be like, "Well, oh, damn it." You know, F him, whatever. So he could be like, well, John, you're going to win the title for the 17th time, and we'll shove it right down Ric Flair's throat. And just for the shock value and to let everybody leave happy, because they didn't leave WrestleMania happy because Roman Reigns won at on the end of night two. Let John Cena win the title for one time, just, just to have that 17th reign, and then the next night on Raw, have a rematch, and then uh, and the screw on? job. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. Screw job. You know, Reigns gets the title back. Yeah. Cena goes away. I mean, I wouldn't be... Listen, Undertaker wasn't safe. Flair's record is not safe. So I would not be shot. You are not making me want to watch SummerSlam. Yes, no, I am. No, I'm promoting <laughs> SummerSlam right now. And nope. it's on a Saturday, damn it. Um, Jesse O'Ryan? Yeah, I, I'm going to go Roman. On damn it. Too. Somebody uh, agree with me. No, I'm kidding. I think I think the, the I think the money in this whatever this is is going to be in at least one rematch. Okay. Uh, you know, this kind of being Cena's first big thing 
Like, he he hasn't had any televised matches since he came back, right? No, he has not. Matter of fact, he didn't so, hasn't had any televised matches in about two years. He came out yeah, as the Doctor so of Thugonomics, I, WrestleMania 35. Really? We all I remember mean, that. I, I know Roman imagine. cheats to win sometimes, but he seems like he wins the big matches pretty pretty cleanly and okay. decisively. Um, not a good and, and so, yeah, well, yeah, Cena's like the chances are good that the, the the Roman Reigns train keeps on rolling here, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up with you know. I, Number seventeen for Cena either, but okay. I'm going Roman Reigns. Okay, I, I am telling you, they are going to wait and hold on until they can have Roman take on the biggest movie star in the world, not the, the second Miz? biggest movie star in John Cena, <laughs> the biggest Miz. movie star in the world. That's what they're waiting for. That's, the Miz. That that's when Roman possibly loses. Okay, that's what I was going to bring up about the Rock. Do they? That's down the road. No, you're not getting a rock back in WWE. I Stop. Don't Stop. I don't see We it. need it one time. Stop. Stop. We need to push <laughs> WrestleMania. It's got to no, happen. So I would you're, love to see it not, like everybody else. You're not else. making me want to watch WrestleMania now either. <laughs> I would love to see it like everybody else. I, I just... Come on. The Rock... I mean, you know... What's give, his incentive? He's already announced he's retired. He's pushing... About to be 50 years old at this point. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need he doesn't the recognition. Need, yeah, he doesn't need anything. He's proven the, everything there's a proof. The like, only thing he'd be doing it for is to put Roman over. Or, get you know, but he's already over it. I mean, but that would be yeah. the only thing to further Roman's career. He wouldn't be doing it for himself. I mean, if, if Superman, John Cena's putting you over, I mean, what more is there? The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Undertaker put him over. Yeah. Cena's going to put him over, probably. Yeah. And does The Rock just come in for a one-off? And like, yes. We know, the Rock does not have... Because he doesn't have enough time no. to go a whole angle. He'd be doing Zoom promos or whatever for like a half a year and then come yeah. in at Look, one match. If, if he can film 27 movies at the same time and, and make a tequila, he's got time to wrestle no. one match, okay? And and make a program Do you smell? It. You smell it? I smell it. Um, okay, so that's... that's that's, see, this is why it's the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I love these conversations. This is wonderful. And Big Ugly, I know we're probably shooting two hours here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's okay, because when we get behind the Deacon one more time, it's going to be like three. So, all right, one more. Let's talk about the other main event that's probably going to be in the middle of the show. Might even lead off the show. Who knows? Because, you know, this is what they do. All right, we have a lot of people saying they had a lot of comments about this match before we even started talking on this podcast. So let's just say what the match is going to be. It is going to be for the WWE Championship, the almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley with MVP, who is one of the most talented people in this business, in his corner, against the WWE Hall of Famer. I'm trying to put him over because this is this is how I roll. I'm, my job is to put people over. Goldberg, okay? And they even had Goldberg's 15-year-old son in the ring, Gage, or whatever the hell his name is. Not even in the ring, but over the... Okay, forget Hold it. on real quick. What if Big E cashes in? See, I was going to... I had that on my list. Could Big E cash in on either one of those guys? Yeah, all right, sorry. But he could. Yeah. That could happen in this match more than anything. But anyway, this is the championship match. I'm going to go this way, and um, I'm going to start with Jesse this time, and then go back around. All right. So, who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Is there a Brock Lesnar sighting anywhere in our future? Go ahead. I am going to go, unfortunately... With with Goldberg in this case, oh but that's God. only because I want I want Big E to get his dream match 
I want, I, and I don't want it to be like a cash in afterwards. I want Biggie to get a full on as however long Goldberg can manage to go in the ring with him, a full match with him. So uh, I'm hoping for Goldberg just for Biggie's sake. Okay, so you want to see Biggie like announce he's going to cash in, say I want to fight Goldberg. Uh, for the for the championship somewhere on the next pay per view or, or Raw or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the match can happen and be come out and make his big announcement and 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 get a get a you know that'll a get a buzz going for next time. Okay, okay, I I see your point in that, but what does that mean? Does Goldberg beat Lashley cleanly with a spear and a jackhammer? I mean, what else would he do? <laughs> Nothing, but I'm just saying. I mean, what does, else does he have? <laughs> no, he, you're right. I you mean, can give him a concussion. Right, he's got the side concussion kick that <laughs> yeah. he gave Bret Hart. But that's true. Yeah, but here's my point: because they've been building so well, Bobby Lashley, they've been doing a pretty good job with him. Do they just kill it? I mean, they did it. They with, killed the fiend. They killed the fiend with Goldberg. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. Jesse, you can see that happening. And the fiend was more unstoppable yeah, I can see than that Lashley. Happen, for sure. Okay. CM Funk, how about you? Lashley dominates Goldberg without <laughs> any problem whatsoever. <laughs> all building up to a because I'm I'm on this WrestleMania kick. All building up to WrestleMania match against Brock Lesnar. There you go. Does Brock interfere in this match or no? no. no. So we just see a squash by Lashley yep. on Goldberg. That's it. Build for some get find somebody else to throw him for the next few months and then until we get to, to Lesnar. I want to see Goldberg try to spear Lashley and Lashley not sell it. That would be uh, not not that he's wearing the big thing that Bret Hart wore that like that. He should no sell on. anything. <laughs> that could be interesting. Okay, I see your point, Jason. Like, like you just want you just want Goldberg to bounce off of him when he hits him. Yeah, I want just Bobby Lashley to stand there like Shaq did in Grown Ups too, and the tire hit him. Show's over, tire, and then boom, just bounce right off of him. That's what I want to see, Jason. Justin Tucker. All right, I can. I can see Goldberg losing. Okay. Just uh, push Bobby Lashley more. Okay. So you, you <laughs> see, you see it being a squash or an action? Because I don't think this match can go very long. Not very long, but I see. That's why I see it going first. I see, I see MVP doing something to Goldberg. Okay. Uh, tripping him. Taser. Taser, yes, or something. Scott Hall spot. Damn right. No, Jesse, we need cinder blocks. That's what we need. We, we need to finish that conversation. <laughs> we need so, cinder so blocks. So my thing is that I don't feel like they're done with Goldberg. Like, they haven't gotten to that point with Goldberg where they're ready for him to just be a guy that comes in and puts over the other talent. That's his contract, though. Two matches a year. Right. And, but, I mean, and it's a draw. But my thing is, they he's already lost to Drew. Yep. But my thing is, like, if you start killing Goldberg twice, like, twice in his year contract... He's not Goldberg anymore. Right. And no one cares. Yeah. So it's like you've got to keep Goldberg at this level, like almost like Lesnar, where it's like he can lose, but he also has to be dominant. He has to win. And so I say he beats Lashley this time. In a rematch, Lashley gets his title back and beats Goldberg. Wow. So you see some feud power here. I completely disagree with the uh, Goldberg. It's dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It's dirty and it's ugly. I disagree with the Goldberg getting squashed and it not meaning anything for him down, or him then not meaning anything down the road. Okay. His name is Goldberg. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. But 
A part of his aura is his dominance, though, right? How many times has Hogan lost over the years? Yet you still bring Hogan out, and he gets, well, maybe not as much now. But normally he would get a huge, huge pop, even though after he lost, after his his face run in WWE in the 80s when he was unbeatable and everything. Didn't matter at all. You've got, um, you know, guys like Sting, who still create a pop. How long has Sting been around? How many times has Sting lost? You know, that kind of thing. It's all about the name. You could bring, I mean, you bring Rock out. When was the last time Rock won? When he beat Cena the, fir- the first time at WrestleMania? You know, I don't think Rock won anything after that. If he, I don't know, Chris, he was probably in the one match. Yeah, I think he was in a, yeah. But still, like. And then he beat Eric, Eric Rowan. Actually, uh, technically, Rock's last match he won. What's that, Jesse? <laughs> he beat Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, right at WrestleMania 32. Right, right, I was no. totally there. Yeah. Never mind, take everything he, he went out on top. back. Uh, <laughs> but I think Goldberg's name alone is enough to get people to chant Goldberg. Because that's all that it is, anyway. He doesn't so, need to win matches. I agree that people will chant Goldberg. I, I guess what I'm saying is that. He wouldn't be the draw. Like so, people that's there will chant him, but it's like, is he the draw now? Though seriously, seriously, are you watching SummerSlam because Goldberg is in? It's a not match? the draw. <laughs> no. He's not. Mikey, Mike, or Frock Lesnar would hurt you. I, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Goldberg's, but I know Goldberg's just a name to roll out every once in a while to get a little bit of a pop and all, because that's what they needed when okay. they brought fans back. Can I? Can I? I want to interject. Go ahead. So. I don't know if you guys are noticing when you're if you're listening, it, not fast forwarding through Raw or SmackDown or whatever. But if you listen, some of those chants uh, they're piped in. They're piped in yeah. because if you look at the crowd, they ain't they ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even moving. Yeah. Uh, so they got they did a real good thing piping in the crowd with the Thunderdome. But you you can hear the legit crowd some of the time. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Jason Tucker. Yeah. So you can hear it too. They're piping in the Goldberg chants because not not as many people are chanting this as you think. But when they're piping it in, they're piping it into the arena too, so that's getting people to chant. Um, so here's here's what I think, and this is I'm gonna throw this off to you too. So Brock Lesnar does show up at SummerSlam. He does interfere. He takes out Lashley because that's where all the heat has been online or whatever. He takes out Lashley, and Goldberg then wins the title. Then, what we have is sometime in the near future, Brock Lesnar against Goldberg again for the title, just like we saw at WrestleMania 33 or 34, whatever it is. Brock Lesnar wins the title and goes MIA. So he has the title for another six to eight months, and he doesn't ever defend it, except Royal Rumble, maybe once, WrestleMania, and that's against Bobby Lashley. But do they have Brock Lesnar without Paul Heyman? Not necessarily, because Heyman's on SmackDown, so there's nothing saying that Brock Lesnar uh, or couldn't be with Paul Heyman on Raw, right? that Heyman could be on both shows, theoretically. But if Heyman, but if he comes back, he's going to get a big, big ass pop, Brock Lesnar. Yes. And I think SummerSlam would need that. I think that's good, good time to happen. I think they need to lay out all their cards at SummerSlam. It's a big pay per view. They need to not milk the situation. They just need to let it all go and then build from there. That's. I'm just saying that could happen. That could happen. It might not, though. See, this is why I love the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I would actually, listen, I would actually love it if what CM Funk said happens where... Squash? Lashley squashes Goldberg. I think that would be dope. Like, that would be huge I, for Lashley. I would, yeah, I'd yeah. be like, damn. Because like, Lashley's going to come to work tomorrow. Goldberg's not. Right, right. I so, think that would... Thank you. That'd I could think that. See, I agree with that part. Okay. But I, the problem is... Don't get point, mad. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad. I'm fine. So, at that point, who do you I put up? I know I'm right. Who don't do you worry. put up against Lashley? <laughs> who? 
Doesn't matter. It's the same thing it with Roman Reigns. It doesn't matter. You're, 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 at this point, I think you're building to WrestleMania. If SummerSlam's your number two, which we all disagree with, if, if SummerSlam's <laughs> your number Rumble two, is number two, you're starting to now build for WrestleMania, yeah. all, essentially. So you've Jesse, gotta, you know, you just got to get through yeah, the win. Because yeah. I do think we're kind of running into a problem with Reigns where he's gone right. through everybody. Yeah, I mean, and I think Reigns. I mean, Lashley is like pretty much almost there too where he's gone through yeah. everybody. Anybody on the current yeah. roster sure. Yeah. So they need to shake it up, do a draft you know, right. get at all the possible, um, not main event players, but possible roster players off of NXT, turn it developmental and then change, you know, get some more new people in the storyline. Jesse, do you believe WrestleMania is still the, the that's the first one, that's the biggest advertised event of the year, correct? Yes. What do you think is the second event to WrestleMania? It, they, they bill it as SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. That's usually billed as number two. Do you agree with that? I'm, I'm going to give my answer, and then I'm going to jump off of here because i gotta, I gotta, I got to get going. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I think that from a marketing perspective, SummerSlam absolutely is their number two event. You know, it's kind of like that. They push it that way, sure. The, yeah. Um, but uh, to me, I think I always think that the Rumble is a bigger deal. There we um, go. Because it's what gets us going to to WrestleMania. You know, the road to WrestleMania. Gotcha. Um, so from a business pr- perspective, sure, SummerSlam is. But for me, as a fan, it's 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 the Rumble. Great, Jesse. Thank you for taking your time. I know you're a busy man. Uh, we will see you at uh, EWA Evolution on uh, Friday, September. September. Yes, yeah, September 10th at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. Uh, EWA Pro Wrestling. Jesse O'Ryan is the heart and soul. Um, and uh, we appreciate you taking your time. I will talk to you soon because I need to get back into that ring shape. And yeah, you and me both. You, <laughs> you, we can help each other out with that one. That's All right, right. Say, say hi to the family. Thank you very much. And thanks okay. for coming on the Dirty Ugly. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. See Thank you, you, Jesse. All right. Yeah. That was nice of Jesse to... Uh, Give us, damn, it was a half hour. Uh, pardon my language. I know we've been going, so we're going to wrap it up, Big Ugly. I know this is what we're going to do. So, SummerSlam, Saturday. If you can't watch it, watch it on Peacock because you'll have no choice on Sunday um, after that. But it's a big re- weekend for wrestling. You got AEW, you got um, and SummerSlam and NXT. So, let's go around the table. Let's see um, final thoughts of everything we've been talking about here tonight. CM Funk, I know we've had a lot of. Uh, different opinions around but this is what i love this is why if we all had people with the same opinions nobody would really listen to this podcast and you know we appreciate everybody's got an opinion so what do you think uh episode 97 SummerSlam, anything we've been talking about guys just always happy to be back and uh and and sit here and talk wrestling and whatever yeah. else uh, might pop up you know on the tangents and stuff mm-hmm. so um you know it, it's always great conversation and definitely looking forward to seeing what the future holds for the uh, professional wrestling world Absolutely. Jason, Justin Tucker, we appreciate you. And I want to give a shout out. Uh, I, I uh, bequeathed to Jason, Justin Tucker, a WWE Classic Superstars Series 12 Ultimate Warrior with an autograph on it several years ago. And I'm uh, rebuilding my collection now that I'm here at the penthouse. And he's be, uh, been so gracious to grant it back to me. Gratis, which means if anything ever happens to this, like if it goes anywhere, sells, you're getting half the profits. Um, and I'm going to have something else for you. Um, but uh, did you enjoy yourself? How do you feel about episode 97? What do you think? I had a good time. I'm glad to be back with everyone live. Yeah, man. And Amen. hanging out. Safe. Uh, vaccinated. Safe. <laughs> yes, all that. And wearing a classic EWA Pro Wrestling shirt. Yes. That's awesome, man. He's got the EWA Maryland. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
So, uh, and, and thank you for joining us again. We appreciate you so much coming to the penthouse. Big Ugly, it's been a, it's been a long conversation, but we, we all made it work here because yeah. we were all going to do it on SummerSlam Day, yeah. but all of our schedules just got messed up. Yeah, no, good good conversation, lots of tangents, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, I think that with these two main events, it could be very, I guess, pivotal in the direction that things are going, you know, yeah. leading to next year true. and everything. So true. true. I'll be looking to see what happens. Uh, Maybe they'll borrow some of the cardboard bodies from uh, the, um, the stadium from <laughs> or uh, Florida and put them in the uh, yeah. seats because I don't know because they got plenty of still yeah. tickets available for SummerSlam. Go out and buy them, guys. Uh, if you're in Vegas or you want to go to Vegas, just go go to SummerSlam. You could probably go pretty pretty cheaply. Um, one more thing: WWE now has contenders matches. Have you noticed this? That they announce them as if it's a champion fighting. In a match, or not even a champion, but a, a, a championship contenders match. But they announce it as a championship contenders match, but it doesn't mean anything because the winner doesn't necessarily get a title shot, but the loser might. It's I don't even know why they're announcing it, but listen next time if you hear it when you're listening to Roman Reigns' keyboard or the piped-in uh, crowd chants. Listen for WWE championship contenders matches. It's really bugging me uh, It's because it doesn't make any sense. Um Episodes 98 and 99 are going to be behind the Deacon and beyond the streets. That's going to be awesome. And then we're going to go 100, Big Ugly, before the end of the year. Yep. The biggest Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast of all time, the Zoom meeting. Um, it's going to be great with a waiting room. It's going to be great. And we're going to invite all of our past podcast guests. We appreciate everybody. And uh, let's get out of here. Let's go home. Let's enjoy the weekend. Let's watch the Ravens. Three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. Get the damn vaccination.